All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday Show. I'm Walter David. And I'm James Chen. We've got a very special episode today. We do. It's our yearly pre-Evo show. We've been doing this for many years now. Yes. And just like we have in the past, we are going to be bringing on experts to discuss each one of the games, the official Evo games. There's a lot of other stuff to talk about that we don't really have enough time to talk about, but we are going to be introducing Evo and what's going on. And after that, we're going to invite people on here to discuss storylines, players... Yeah, whatever they feel whatever's like important. plugging for their games. So. For sure, exactly right. Yeah. Now, it's not going to be exactly the same schedule as the Evo games lineup. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of finagling in there, and, you know, right, had to right, make right. it work with people, people's schedules, of exactly, course. Exactly, so. exactly. But, you know, before we get started with the whole thing, we always like to just kind of talk about Evo. Evo has been... The biggest fighting game tournament in the world, probably the biggest open bracket video game tournament of all time, really. I mean, what could compare? I've yeah, never heard know, of anything that can compare. I mean, compare. outside of anything with online qualifiers, yeah, in a right? physical single location. Right, exactly. There's nine games that are going to be there this year. Seven of them have over a thousand entrants, which is a record. Six used to be the record. Seven is now the current brand new record. Yeah, for over a thousand entrants, um, it was born off of you know the B series. There was B three, B four, B five, and then finally got changed to uh, Evolution in two thousand two. Uh, sorry, in two thousand. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, two thousand two, uh, by Mr. Wizard, Tom Cannon, Tony Cannon, Seth Killian, and then uh, since then it's been running in Vegas since two thousand five, and it's just stayed there. And you are a member of the every Evo club, are yeah. you not? The only Evo I've <laughs> technically missed was an Evo South. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but for official Evos, I have been to every Evo, Sick. including the B-Series as right. well. So it's been a mm. uh, long journey. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Long journey. I missed a bunch of them in the mid-zeros because when I used to go back to school, like for college and law school and stuff... That used to be in August, mm -hmm. and that was across, well, it wasn't where I was living, and it wasn't where Evo was in any case, so I had to fly back that same week, like yeah. seven years. <laughs> so, Dang! <laughs> uh, none of that worked out as a Dang. result. But other than that, since 2003, I've only missed one outside of the school concerns, right, and that was last yeah. year. Oh, that's right, that's right. It was just last year. It was a wedding. It was right. a wedding that I had to go to that, you know, again, I made the right choice in going yeah, yeah, to, of but... Course, of course. I'm very super happy to be going back to Evo. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was such a strange feeling to experience it from home. Now it was—I had a lot of fun watching it. Right. I mean, it's a really enjoyable. I really had a blast, but mm -hmm. it's very different and not what I'm used to. So, dude, I'm super happy to be back. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oops, I, actually, hang on a second. I don't need this anymore. What am I doing? Yeah, it was really great. Uh, to it is really great to be back. So. Evo, as you said, has a substantial increase in entrance. Yeah. It's not actually the most registered Evo. Right, yeah, Slightly yeah. less than 2016. Yeah, 2016 was the anomaly. It it's was always going to be the anomaly. It had 5,000 5, plus for Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, again, how many of those actually entered and yeah. played in the tournament? Maybe a different story. But this is up about 25% in registrations compared Dang. to last year. Yeah, a lot of the... And 20% in terms of individual humans compared to last yeah. year. So 9,173 individual humans. Yeah, it feels like 9,000. Entering. Entering. We're, we're, we're over 9,000. Correct. Okay. We made that joke a couple yeah, weeks ago. But, um, <laughs> so... Because I was about to say we're at 10,000. But, you know, it just happens. But, I mean... Um, man, okay, so... 
one of the things that I wanted to say about Evo is Evo has kind of become another beast. Like, yeah. you know, you go to a lot of tournaments, you go there to play, you have the 24-hour venues and stuff like that. Right. Evo feels more kind of like it's become the spectacle now sure. where you go there to experience the atmosphere, the environment. You kind of soak in the hype and mm -hmm. you'll never have another feeling like you will when you're in that Sunday stadium with thousands of other people and you're all cheering for the one same hype moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost everybody in there enter the tournament. You're all players, right? It's Yeah, it's a very unique kind of situation. And uh, and very much worth going to if you have never done so. Yeah, and and the nice thing about it too is like I know some people have said this as a criticism, but actually, Evo has kind of become a little bit more convention like. Yeah. And you know, it gives a lot of people who are out of town who might not even be necessarily there to play, or that's not their important part, you know, of their journey. A lot more stuff to do. The artist alley right. keeps expanding year after year. There's a lot more vendor boots there with stuff that you can sit down and play. There's all like little exhibitions. They still have the BYOC. They do. And so it's they uh, actually expanded it. They said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Good stuff. Glad to hear. Uh, that. There are panels, and many of them I think are quite interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, evolution of streaming in the FGC. Women of the FGC. Who's running the streaming one? XSplit. Oh, okay. Or, <laughs> Fair know, enough. Whoever's representing yeah, XSplit, yeah, yeah. they got some good people. It's gonna be there. Lewis. Probably, yeah, I'm sure it'll so, be yeah. um, uh, You got Broly Legs doing a panel called What's Stopping You? Which, mm -hmm. dude, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. Broly Legs would just be like... Yeah, I know. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh, Glenn? Get Cravens. Your, yeah. get, uh, the Game 2K. The Game 2K nowadays, that's yeah, right. Uh -huh. Is doing a panel called Data Beyond Games, mm -hmm. which I am very interested to hear about. Uh, how to Beat Up Your Friends with Frame Data and Hitboxes by Arliath. Oh, Thomas okay. Shin, nice. Stream Monsters Inc. from Twitch, and then applying for sponsorship. Actually, Jackio is going to be doing that okay. one. They stole my Stream Monsters Inc. That was one of the names of our now defunct blog. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of great stuff there. Um, yeah. And, and, just and case, those, are, those are being recorded. I, I by accidentally the way. did interrupt you a little bit when you mentioned it was the the women in e, the women in the FGC panel, which I think is a super important one. Agreed. Yeah, Mama Dow is going to be headlining. I think most of that one, and I think that one's super super important. It is. Um, you know, we'll probably talk more about this in maybe a couple of weeks when we have more free schedule more free time <laughs> yeah. than today which is mostly going to yeah. be about the games themselves it's all but it is be, important I agree. but cross counter is going to be straight cross counter tv cross -counter. streaming all the panels there that's so. right yeah there you go um in terms of the full schedule you know you should probably pick up your badges if you're going on thursday <laughs> i highly recommend doing yeah. that uh that's just it's always extremely packed both on thursday and then friday morning is like literally an hour away. Right. It can take mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a long, long time to get that stuff done. Fortunately, there's no more 8 a.m. pools. Though, right, right. right. So. And they open up, not only that, but they open up the doors at 8 a.m. <sighs> so, yeah. as I saw Fubardog talking about this on Twitter, absolutely right. 8 a.m. pools are whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that is a big uh -huh. deal. But the doors needed to be open before that yeah, so you get there on time. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. now, not only not, is it not 8 a.m. Uh, pools, but also you can still get there with plenty of time right. for your 10 a.m. pool if you show up however, an hour in advance, which you should. However, before when it was 8 a.m. pools, there was a lot of leeway on DQ of for course. that first pool. Now that's not going to be the case. So if you're not there by your 10 a.m. pool when it was supposed to be open at 8 a.m., that's your bad. You, yeah, you're that's your bad. There is a Red Bull kickoff party the previous night, Thursday, and then yeah, the tournament begins. So in terms of the game order, this is something that we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Check that for more discussion mm -hmm. about it. But 
on Friday, Soul Calibur 6 is going to be the first top eight, the first finals of a game that will be at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Then on Saturday, the finals order will be under night, which is at 10 in the morning, Dragon Ball Fighters at 1 p.m., Samurai Shodown at 4 p.m., and Mortal Kombat at 8 p.m. That's Saturday. And then Sunday is, of course, going to be in the arena, the Mandalay Bay Event Center. Right. 9 a.m. is when BB Tag starts. Then at noon, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Then at 3.30 p.m. is Tekken 7. And then rounding things out, last game of the night, 7 p.m., Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, hang on one second, I'm going to do something funky. Testing, testing, okay, got it. Just and then sure. there's an official after party. Uh, Bar fights is doing that at the uh, Hyper X Esports Arena, which is just yeah, yeah, yeah. in 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 the Luxor, Luxor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now there's a lot of other cool stuff going on as well. There's a lot of different salty sweets. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that's just I mean, a the generic Victri- term at this point. But Victrix, yeah, the Victrix is a big one. Cross Counter are teaming up with the infamous Hawaii Suite. Hawaii Suite every year is one of the biggest suites that's over there, and they're calling it the Sea Salt Suite. Are they? Actually, they're actually partnered up with them for that, huh? Oh yeah, yeah it says yeah, that on it. Uh-huh, You're right. Yeah, it's all. That's pretty cool. They yeah. got the name brand and everything. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> so very so smart. It's pretty cool. But yeah, there's so there's going to be that, and they're doing a lot of different stuff. There's SF5 stuff that they're going to be doing. Uh, they have regional battles. They have. Uh, industry throwdown, which is all people who are actually working in the industry, yep. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, uh, I think like the Capcom team is like Michael Martin and 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 Carolyn. And it is Dallas. indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then there's the Hitbox team that obviously is going to destroy everybody. And there's the I'm not sure. And then Victrix Pro. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, like I said, there's going to be a regional battle, which is Midwest versus Southwest. There's uh, Soul Calibur Six regional battle. There's a lot, a lot of, of there's stuff. a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the game goons are doing their own thing. Oh, they have cool. a suite okay. going on. Okay. There's there's a lot of stuff to pay attention. When's to. the Ultra Chen TV suite gonna happen, huh? Whenever yeah. we want to do it. I mean. <laughs> It'll just be there. People sitting there listening to us tell stories. <laughs> when I was your age, you know, we used to walk <laughs> up here. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> not that's not too many decades away. My yeah. Man. I know, right. <laughs> Seriously. Shout outs to Oni Ramen. Woo. All right. Well, I know we have a strict schedule to adhere to. We are trying to. to adhere to a strict schedule. So here is the rundown of the order that we're doing. Thank you very much. Thank you. The order will be starting things off, BB Tag. Yep. Then we're going to be having Soul Calibur Six, then Dragon Ball, then Undernight, then Mortal, then Tekken, then Smash, then Samurai Showdown, and then Street Fighter Five. Yep. That's going to be our order. And we're trying to allocate, I say this every year, about 15 to 20 (laughs) minutes per game. About 15 to 20 minutes per Mm -hmm, game. mm -hmm. We'll see. Shall we bring on our first guest? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Our first guest, as you can see by the lovely picture over here. By the way, these headshots were all supplied by our guests. Yes. These are specifically what they wanted us to show. And uh, can Mr. Ivanic Plague, a.k.a. Isaiah, can you hear us right now? Can you hear yeah, us? Yeah, I can, I can definitely hear you guys. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, can the people at home hear 
The Bonic Plague, that's the question right there. I have the volume up a little bit. Yes! All right! Nice! For once! Good work out there. For once. So before we start, I, I gotta say uh, thank you, James, for spelling my name correctly. I have no <laughs> idea how hard that is when uh, people do that. That's right. Uh, Wait, you're talking about your real name or your handle? My real, real name. My yeah, actual actual in the chat. Yeah. In the chat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. In the, yeah, in the Discord, he spelled my actual name yeah, correctly. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that he did. Nice work. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to... I, I, it's, I, I'm, I'm actually crying right now. Uh, <laughs> well, get it together, man. So, we want to talk about BB Tag, and oh, we're going to we're gonna kind of leave this up to you, but in general, what okay. we're hoping to hear about is important storylines, people or characters to watch. Yeah, I know. What's, what's the, going on? What's the state of a new patch, all this other yeah. stuff? What's going on with the game? Oof, okay, well, that's... That's right. <laughs> you sure you have 15 minutes? 15 to, 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> but for real, though, for real. Um, okay, so uh, I'll just start with the whole new patch thing. Uh, so obviously there was a lot of changes uh, and a lot of things that people really, really enjoyed about this patch. Uh, one of the big things that kind of dominated EVO last year was the cross-combo invincibility mm, thing. Right. And that is now gone. That does not nice. exist anymore, aside from... One specific instance <laughs> uh, where Merkava can fly at you and he can still be invincible after an active switch, but that's only because it's his flight is not an actual attack, technically. So that's that's why it doesn't like trigger the, the sensor. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, obviously, uh, because of the patch, uh, there have been certain changes in placings and things like that, and it has uh, messed with the, the road to, to the Arc Revo World right. Tour. Right. So, uh, you know, I do want to talk about that because that's a big uh, point of contention here for Evo. That's going to change some things, maybe uh, put some people ahead of other people. So, first of all, in America, LTL, is the he's the points leader. He's got uh, okay. 480 points. And uh, basically, to secure a spot, he has to place at least third or better, right? Ooh, dang. Dang, that's, that's no pressure. It, no yeah, pressure. I know, right? It's real hard, but <laughs> LTL consistently getting top eight at every event with Ruby or Gordo, even post-patch. Oh, right. dang, so the same team. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, he's, he, he's looking pretty good. I, 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 I don't think it's out of the question for him to do so. Uh, but on the other side of that, someone who could potentially gatekeep him from this is base. The mm-hmm. Mitsuri's Rhea player from Ooh. New York. Um, she just needs to get into the top eight, uh, and that would overtake LTL. But she would also have to get, like, two places higher than him if they both make top eight. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then coming over from Europe, uh, D-Blanks is the, is the Arc Revo European points leader uh, at 540 points. Okay. Uh, and then over on the side of Japan... Um, now, the points leader for Japan uh, is not currently in attendance. So oh, uh, no. basically what can happen Ooh. is uh, someone can over can, can overtake them uh, with this event. And the, the points leader in Japan is uh, Kiono. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then, you know, there's the, the Asia region where it's... I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm just going to try. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Uh, Wyan, he's the leader for the points in Asia. But... Okay. Uh, any Asian player that would take uh, fourth or better can overtake his spot. Okay, okay. As the points leader for his section. Um, so yeah. Nice. Well, that's that's, that's kind of like the points breakdown, and I and I gotta thank uh, Blue for mm. uh, the the stats that he so graciously has made. By the way, he runs the Anime FGC. Oh, or, well, he's cool. one of the people nice, running nice. the Anime FGC Twitter. Right. Because uh, there are multiple. Uh, but yeah, so th- that's where I got the stats from. Okay. 
Okay. L- let me ask you a question. Uh, I know obviously there's not much time, but you know uh-huh. the, the new patch drop, lots of new characters. I've heard Teddy is kind of a problem now. Is is that true? No. no, no. So, so so Teddy at first was was considered to be maybe one of the worst characters in the game. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, now he's starting to like people are starting to like look at him a little bit differently, and they're they're starting to be like, hmm, he's uh he's he's pretty okay. Uh, in fact, That's one cool. of the people that is going to Evo. Uh, Pizza Mayo, who got top eight at Evo Japan, uh-huh. he's going to be playing Blake Teddy. <laughs> You'll get to watch it. You'll get to see okay. it. That's okay. cool. And what about Hart? I heard Hart is really good too, right? Or so is... yeah, on on paper, Hart looked like she was going to just be like obliterate everybody and be like super hard to deal with, honestly, because homing dashes in as a mechanic uh, being put into other games without <laughs> the contingencies that the that arcade yeah, yeah. art itself has yeah. uh-huh. uh, is really strong, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is she's a character who actually needs specific supportive partners to oh. be strong. Okay. Uh, she's, okay. she's, she's not maybe as strong as we had originally thought, but she's okay, still good. Cool. Okay. For sure. Uh, and then to keep moving on with the new characters, uh, I guess I'll talk about Seth next. Uh, Seth is another character who's definitely, like, good. Like, I, okay. I think that's that's very, very clear. But the thing is, is, he may not be stable. And what I mean by that is he requires very specific partners as well. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, but boy, does he do damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so let's see. We got, we got uh, so there's Teddy, Hart, uh, Seth. Uh, did I talk about everybody that's new? There's one so more. There's one more. Nalto, Nalto, punch oh, Nalto. Yeah, so he was right. he was an anomaly. We weren't entirely sure originally how strong he was. Uh, he's he's looking to be on the just like okay side. Okay, like he's okay. he's viable, but he's not really like uh, okay. like blowing everybody up kind right. of deal. And that's the other Nalto, by the way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's Nalto punch. I yeah. refer to them as Nalto punch and Nalto gun. <laughs> I don't, you know, We're pulling some fly. ST strats in like here, right? Yeah. You know, their, their last names are almost the exact same, so I so I just oh, was like, man. okay, ST works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kurogane and Shirogane, like. Oh uh-huh. yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, there's two Naltos in the game, uh, but yeah, so. Uh, one of the another thing though is like uh, you didn't see a lot of like Akihikos uh, and right. and you know nine players pre patch mm. uh, this this patch those characters are super super strong right, um, okay. base in particular I don't I don't know if I share this philosophy but base in particular had noted that she thinks that Akihiko is a meta defining character at the moment oh wow okay. uh, oh, interesting. yeah yeah so um, but and I mean that's not entirely an incorrect statement given the fact that Akihiko is one of the only characters in the entirety of the game. That can make Mitsuru sweat. Okay. Mitsuru is a character that I personally believe does not have any bad matchups. <laughs> so, like uh, the the fact that like there's a character that can go toe to toe with her is very important. Um, but yeah, and nine, she had uh, her buffs was like three pages. I remember that. Yeah, she yeah. had three pages of buffs, and now she's legitimately running amok. She is such a scary looking That's character. That's cool. Yeah, because I, I remember some of the. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying that was the, one of the characters Olaf wanted to play, and he was right. super excited about the buffs page. <laughs> well, I mean, they they did her good, I can tell yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, Gouda, for example, uh, who previous uh, Evo, he uh, placed in the top eight, did right. very, very well for himself, obviously, um, who used to play New Gordo, he switched over to nine Merkaba. Oh, sick. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and Merkava, another character who pre-patch was already very strong, uh, maybe even like a top 10 contender, right? Uh, 
just kind of got better with the changes. <laughs> so he's 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 another character who's considered to be esports right now. <laughs> Rakava is esports. E- e- okay. Esports okay. is the term that we use uh, in in anime for, uh, <laughs> for really really strong. Basically, that, that character is esports. <laughs> nice, nice. So um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, here's another question for you. Okay. Who's winning BB tag? At Evo this year. Uh, so okay, every hey, time this out here, I need to know. Every time, every tournament, I am almost always going to say Koji Kong. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. And I, I knew, I knew David was going to be happy about that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, is that team still strong? Because I know Waldstein got nerfed a lot. Team right? team team, uh, team Warhammer is probably the best team in the game still. Really? Uh, if 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 not like top three. So. Uh, <laughs> David is like, what? <laughs> yeah, Sunday morning, David is in there, dude. I was going to be there anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I know, of course. There's, I know. there's so many reasons why that team is incredible. Like, Tager has his troubles, but when he's paired with Waldstein, he, he, he does Waldstein a lot of justice. I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I thought that team was uh, super strong from day one. <laughs> oh, well, it was. <laughs> it's just we didn't realize it, and we're all focusing on other things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it just slowly crept up and crept up. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Koji Cog. I am pretty much almost always going to be picking Koji as like a, nice. a, a contender to win events. That makes sense. Uh, Kiame, uh, currently, though, he switched over to Akihiko Mitsuru, which is uh, going to be quite a bit of trouble for a lot of American players because we don't have a lot of Akihiko. Okay. Uh, and Akihiko is currently one of those characters who touches you once and your character's dead, essentially. Right, right, right. Uh, right, right. Uh, and Mitsuru is already a character with incredibly strong neutral, pretty right. all right support value, etc., etc. So, like, the team in and of itself is very strong. And Kiame was already beating up a lot of American players in the first mm. place. So, uh, the thing about that, though, is uh, pre patch, Koji Kog and Kiame would meet at Kiame's house and they would stream. And Koji Kog would seriously just body Kiame like 50 to 1. Awesome. Like, it was just super bad all the time. Oops. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, man. So, like, the, the, and, and the fact that he's pretty much winning almost every single event outside of Evo Japan um, leads me to believe that he is absolutely the best player in the world at the game at the moment. Okay. Makes sense. Well, what, what happened? Like, what, who was first and second last year again? First and second last year was uh, uh, Heiho was first. Right, Heiho, and then it was the U.S. player. Second was Fame 96. Fame, that's, that's right. right yeah. So what's their situation right now? Okay, so Fame 96, um, I don't believe he can make it to Evo this time around. Uh, okay. uh, I mean, I'm just making sure real quick. Right, uh, right. Yeah, 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 so he couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh, Fame 96, uh, he actually just barely didn't make top eight at CEO. Uh, mm. He has not been able to attend a lot of events recently. Right. Okay. Uh, so that that's kind of been a, a detriment. That's uh, and Hey-Ho, uh, specifically, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, he, uh, I, I haven't seen a lot of him recently. Mm. Um, okay. And okay. that's not, that's not because of him not traveling. It's because I have just seemingly missed every single event he seems to go to. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why. Okay. But... That's all good. <laughs> okay, okay. But well, uh, if it's and hey, I was going to. Now I've got to check just to make sure that he's going to be there. Oh no, I don't, I don't see his name unless I'm spelling it incorrectly. Oh wow, okay. Uh, okay. On the okay. bracket. So so for if Dang. if I am looking at it correctly on the Smash G bracket. Yeah. Uh, then first and second would not be there and we'll see some other stuff uh, wow. go down in top 8. Uh, some obvious people to watch out for uh, 
you can you can just straight up look at the the seeds on Smash GG and the obvious people to watch out for uh, are you know base LTL Kiame Koji Kog. Uh, Lon Lon from, is from Korea, by the way. Okay, okay. Uh, probably their best player. Uh, he plays new, very, very strong new. Uh, cool. Tom Morello, Evo Japan champion. Um, Jonah, who is recently oh, yeah. playing um, uh, Akihiko now, no longer Ooh. Ruby Gordo. Okay. Nice. Uh, Shinku Hunter, obviously. Uh, Elyon, etc., etc. Right? There's you can you can legitimately just go down the the seating list of uh, the BB tag. Pool, okay. uh, and it's pretty uh, accurate brackets huh? and it's and it's pretty accurate like okay. honestly okay. okay cool well it's been about 15 minutes however yeah sorry <laughs> i need to know okay. in your picture that's currently on ultra 10 tv what are you staring yeah. at what what's making you make that expression up there uh whack opinions like <laughs> women like like women in the fgc shouldn't have a panel whack opinions like that yeah got women in like the fgc it. deserve a panel yeah. got and then also i've heard everybody keeps talking about this i don't know why but they're saying that they're all worried about you in vegas right because they keep saying the, pla- <laughs> the plague is gonna be a problem right so oh, yeah the plague is God. gonna be a problem there's there's the locust horde that uh i mean <laughs> as soon as soon as as soon as I said I was going to Evo, everybody should have known. Like, oh, I don't get it. like why, why didn't everybody prepare? I don't get it. All right, man. Hey, thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah. Really appreciate the help. Thank yeah, you. for sure. All right, cool. So there we go. That's BB thank you. Tag. And again, we sorry. had his stream under there, as you could see, right under his quote unquote profile picture. Yeah, and I apologize that it feels like we're cutting people off. Super we are definitely fast, doing it. But we are definitely doing that. And so. What do we got coming up next? Uh, let's see. I can tell you what we got coming up next. Oops, I, yeah, oh, oh, I cut off the right thing. Go ahead, tell Soul people. Soul Calibur 6. Yes. There we go. So Soul Calibur 6, and that means we are bringing on... Uh, um, yeah, okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, there we go. Nice work. You got to change the old... Yep, the Twitchington. name over here. Let's see if I can jump over here. Let's jump over here. Let's see if Alicia, can you hear us? I sure can. Hello. Hey, awesome. awesome. There you go. So you talk while I fix this name. Hello, how are you? Over here. Hi, it's very nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you very much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Oh, I'm just super happy to be here to talk about Soul Calibur's everything to me, so I'm about it. Well, let's hop in then. So, again, what we're looking for this is... Alicia X Life, of course, yes. And uh, she's been doing a lot of commentary for Soul Calibur at all the different events. I've heard it. Yes. It's been good. Yes, and I actually got to do commentary with her at Texas Showdown for Soul Calibur, which was oh, which was exciting. Was it was Soul Calibur or Tekken? Did we do? I think we were actually at Tekken. Yeah, together. I think we okay. did Tekken. So there you go. Okay. Cool. Either All way, right. we were doing everything that weekend. So yes, <laughs> that's cool. All right. Yeah. So I'm just really passionate about 3D fighting games. So I do Soul Calibur, Tekken, and DOA. Yeah. Um, mm. I just got back actually from VSF versus Fighting in the UK. Nice. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I got to do back-to-back top eight. I got to do DOA's top eight and then announce their season two pass. And then I got to do uh, Soul Calibur's top eight right after. It was so nice. incredible. It's, All right. You announced nice their season pass? Nice. Okay. <laughs> subtle flex, subtle flex, you know? <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. Well, uh, what kind of storylines are we expecting from Soul Calibur coming in? I mean, obviously, France is very strong. There's some strong players in the U.S. Japan is going to be strong. What are, What are we expecting here for this game? 
Yo, for sure. So, like, of course, the United States scene is actually like, a monster right now. Okay. So, talking about them quite a bit, but also to mention, like, Singapore has an incredibly strong scene. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, they have uh, Soul Calibur Asia League going on, where you have players like Shen Chang, mm. um, Shen Yuan. You have a lot of these really strong, talented players who are also coming on over into Evo. Like, Shen Chan, as I mentioned just a second ago, mm-hmm. uh, plays Cervantes, which we don't really see often in top mm. eights. So to have him kind of come overseas and fight in these tournaments is always incredible. I saw him um, do work at the tournament actually... this past weekend, the um, yeah, WSOE. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. <laughs> I watched that. Yeah, so like he was over at WSOE. Um, so we got to see him playing there. Uh, we also have like... Um, actually, there's one that I've been keeping my eye on for like a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna, I hope I don't butcher his name, but it's uh, Shiwapon. Okay. Um, he actually won Tokyo Battle Stage, and he's a Soapy player. So I'm really excited Ooh. to see him performing at Evo. Um, but yeah, like just watching Soul Calibur Asia League really inspires like myself, and I guess like a lot of people across the world seeing Soul Calibur played at that level, and also have like the points leaderboard and all of those amazing attributes that we see to see with like Tekken and Capcom and mm. all those cool things too. But yeah, um, I can keep going on about actually Please? more players. No, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean keep going with that. I mean just. <laughs> You know, w- right now, I mean, obviously, Okubo's been very, you know, open about patches and everything like that. They've had very detailed patch notes showing why, how, why they're changing things. How's the character balance turning out right now for Soul Calibur? I think the character balance in the game um, is incredibly strong. Like, from the improvements that we've seen at the start of the game to now is a massive, massive difference. Okay. Like it just it comparing a plateau to like a depth of a canyon is like what the difference is right now. <laughs> um, we still have like a few outliers here and there. Um, I would still say like Aswell, um, his whole entire kit relies on a 50-50 mix up. Mm. And it's just a weird concept to have as a character. Um, he literally is a walking 50-50, so I just don't know how I feel about that. Oh, actually, right. do you know what? I do know how I feel about that. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's okay. why I pick him as a secondary, because I know it's cheap, you know? Like, nice. <laughs> this is what we got to do out here. Hey, well, you know what? That's that's what you get. <laughs> Embrace the, the top tier. Just pick a top tier. Yeah. Pick a top tier. <laughs> exactly. Like, and um, also, there's like Siegfried, for example. I think that um, Siegfried does require actually a lot of skill to use. Um, mm-hmm. He just has, has this one mechanic that Kind of throws me off a little bit. Uh, I would be like his dark legacy. He becomes pretty powerful in that yeah. mode. Uh, when, he's re- when he's reduced to like less life, he. I just heard the subscriptions out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, but yeah, when like um, when he's reduced to like lower life, he goes into dark legacy. Uh, in dark legacy, he gains a lot more move properties. He gets like three B, which is like really cool. He also gets a few extra lethal hits right. here and there. Um, just a lot of really cool things about his kit. But the problem with those really cool things is that he gets this massive advantage for being low health. It's like, uh, ah, right, my privilege yeah, yeah. kicked in. And then he just kind right. of people. <laughs> and, 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 and that's one of the characters that Linkors uses, right? I mean, that is... It is, yeah. But on top of that, too, though, it's like when talking about Linkors is... He himself is just a really solid player, right? So when you have a dangerous character in a solid player's hands, it's mortifying to go against. And that's where we also see um, two other players. And talking about the three people who I am so excited to see play at EVO for, especially when it comes to top eight, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, knock on wood, but (laughs) um, would be Linkors, who Mm -hmm. is, as you just said, a secret player, secondary, a few actually other characters, but one of them being Geralt. Right. we also have Blue God, who is yeah. the Aswell of Aswells. 
this man is so brilliant and will punish everything perfectly like a robot. So really cool to watch that always. And then third of all would be actually Rich Dix, who okay. is a player that I sponsored. He came oh. from online. He was like ranked one of the highest players in online. Okay. Never played in even a locals before. Okay. And I was like, do you know what? Let's send this kid out to a tournament. So I sent him out to his first tournament. Okay. And I was like, here's here's some money. Go. He attended Frosty Faustings, and he came second in that tournament. Wow. wow. How how old is he? He's he just turned twenty one today. Today's his birthday. Wow. Dang, happy, happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good stuff. So, so yeah, what is like that? Is it a- AXL is that is that your team name there? <laughs> it, sure, it sure is. So AXL, nice. yeah, Accelerate Gaming Incorporated. Uh, I actually quit my job as a producer to launch my own company and oh, to sponsor. Oh, nice. So, okay. nice. That's awesome. I did the full full commit, but yeah, yeah even actually cool. after I walked out from behind stage. Um, to go approach him because I was worried, right? Like you took you could t- you took a hard loss in grand finals. You were on winner's side. I didn't expect how he would react. Yeah. The first thing yeah. he says to me is, "Alicia, I came second. Oh, that's <laughs> the happiest kid in the world. That's so cool. And that's where I knew this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. That's oh, awesome. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. That's cool. Nice, nice. Just out of curiosity, um, are you going to be attending the the women of esports panel, the the women of the FGC panel? Um, it. Might be during one of my commentary slots, actually. Okay, so yeah, not, yeah, same yeah. here. I can't go because I'm commentating at the time. So, so exactly. we're, we're we're talking about uh, players from East Asia and from North America. Uh, are there any else to talk about from those two regions before we move on to like Europe and stuff? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm gonna like flip through my notepad of everyone I listed out because yeah. I'm super passionate. <laughs> as you hear me literally flipping the pages like asmr <laughs> dude that's fine <laughs> um so yeah we talked about like chen chen was one of my big ones um yeah we actually have flash god who's also an Azal player uh mm. fourth at tokyo battle stage okay um yeah there's like oh there's a really crazy valdo player actually uh, i'm gonna butcher the name okay. uh you uh you took I'm gonna type it out in chat for you guys. Come on! What if you guys want to take a crack at this? You go right for it. Okay. okay. All right, James will do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. There you go. One of you guys can take a crack. Uh, Utoto probably. Sounds right to me. Utoto probably. Do there it. You go. Nailed it. That's what it is okay. now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, really excited for him. Um, yeah, I guess then we can just kind of sort of dive on in. Yeah into our into our european people if we want yeah to. yeah europe is a big france in particular yeah. right has always been Woo! super strong at the game yep. so uh, who do we got from 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 europe i think the first one to always mention right off the bat is actually kayane um okay, one of okay. the strongest bases of soul caliber yeah um she's been here for quite a while she's been putting in that work constantly yeah. Um, in the pre-release of Soul Calibur, she was the face of the pre-release. She mm-hmm. was constantly out there doing interviews, working Super really cool. hard with the development team. Um, and now when it comes to every tournament, she's always there supporting all these players and bringing people up. Um, her, she herself is just a wonderful person and an incredibly yeah. talented player. Yeah, yeah. for uh, sure. And, you know, she's also yeah. been doing a lot of just, like, hosting duties and, mm-hmm. and you know, all sorts of... For some years now. now. Yeah, for, for many years, so... Exactly. So I just like to see her bring that side into it as well. It's really, really cool. Um, Who does she play? Who does she play? Oh, she plays Shangwa. Shangwa, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, okay. Makes sense. Yeah, even like back when, like, 
I used to be in the middle of nowhere. So I used to live in Nova Scotia. So I used to watch a lot of stuff online. <laughs> and even getting to see her, like, sometimes people take a cell phone camera and tape her playing and stuff. It was so exciting yeah. to me. So I know, I know these the feelings. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's the coolest thing in the world to be feelings. able to, like, talk mm. about this now. The, one, the, um, the best thing that I ever saw her do was, uh, it was at, like, a PAX East. She played everybody in Soul Calibur Five without looking at the screen. What? And was beating what? everybody. What? Okay. Yeah, she was just, just beating everybody. Eerie. Yeah, she was just listening. She was literally sitting on the stage, facing away from wow, the screen, okay. and beating everybody. So yeah, sick. it was pretty sick. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Now that's what we need to see a run back of that happening at Eva. That would be at that, Evo, yeah, yeah. that would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Round two. <laughs> Um, so actually, next up, I would love to talk about is Keeve. So Keeve, yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, won Evo Japan. Mm-hmm. Incredibly solid player. He just brings this insane amount of talent and composure during his matches. You will not see a single facial expression flicker through his face the entire time he plays. <laughs> it's stone cold, and cool. he's beautiful, but it's stone cold. And you're just nice. like, okay, you know what? Majestic hats, I, I feel you. This is a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, but yeah, incredible nightmare player. Um, right. Nightmare usually gets talked about by the nightmare players, saying like, "Oh, you know what? He needs an I twelve. He needs that sort of punish." But uh-huh. yeah. no, keep proves that otherwise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have enough things yeah. in my arsenal. I can handle myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay um, with nightmare. You know, not getting any buffs right now, personally. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like I feel like we're gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one player I would really like to mention as well, actually, would be Holy Carp. Holy Carp is an Ivy player from the UK mm. and was just a really sweet human being and is so talented. This guy would just run up, and um, Ivy has these two grabs that are kind of well known. Yeah. Um, they're called like CS and SS, like yeah. uh, Calamity and Suffering. Sorry. So when she runs up and does those grabs, really difficult inputs. They're kind of like a pretzel input. Yes. Um, so when they're done sloppily, you'll see sometimes people move back and forth a little bit. This guy walks up casually and just walks up and does it to you, yeah. and it hurts your soul. Cool. <laughs> cool. Like, you just you see people die a little bit inside each time he grabs yeah. them, and it's a beautiful thing to watch, though. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, like just a crazy talented player and just always at the ready. Um, fun fact about Ivy's grabs is that um, for Calamity, you're actually able to buffer it into your controller, the motion input, mm-hmm. for a full second and hold it there, and then you can press the grab button. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, while you're moving around and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. So you can just have it. It's cool. L- let me take this a moment to ask a question. Like, are there any like particular storylines going in there? Has it, there been any like characters on the come up or surprise? You know, like you know, upstarts coming in here, or is there any sort of like you know, region pride that's been boiling or anything like that? I think the when it comes to region pride, it's always been like the USA versus France. Okay. Because like who is a more dominant scene? Is it like North America or is it gonna be Europe? <laughs> right. And like Singapore is a really cool scene as well and they have Asia League, so they can keep Asia League over there, but we have this beef here, you know? <laughs> it was been going back and forth. So like when they went to the mix up, right? Like things were a bit rocky there and now it's like okay, come to our turf. Come to Evo. Yeah. Let's see what happens when you mm-hmm. come here. And that's what I'm excited for. The clap back, if you will. <laughs> so I was um, watching the... Uh, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, just another player I really wanted to mention. Yeah, now sure. they mentioned the mix-up and stuff. was actually Skill. Skill just won WSOE, so oh, I didn't want to forget him. Okay, okay. Uh, another fantastic up. French player. Uh, plays Mitsurugi. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was literally just going to bring it up and, and ask what you thought about his chances, because he did so well just 
I mean, presumably he's not going back to Europe before Evo. That was in Vegas. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right, like probably he's just hanging out in Vegas until then. Um, and then well uh, Sane got second there. Um, yes. Do you, are, are you looking for him to have a big a big weekend? Or? I think when it comes to Sane, um, he is his own worst enemy when it comes to mentality. He mm. is such a strong, strong player. And when he's in his zone and he's feeling himself, you'll see him like flex on people a little bit, take a lot of spacing, start taunting, canceling his like, um, blockables and stuff. And that's when you know he's going to pop off and blow up his opponent. <laughs> it's the moment where he starts to feel that uncertainty that it really reflects on his gameplay. Gotcha. So I would let. So he is someone I could see coming up into top sixteen, top eight, like category territory. Um, it just depends if he has that confidence coming into it. Okay. Well, we are running up against the time limit. Is there anything else that we have not covered that you would like to talk about? Um, my, I guess my major thing to hit on home with everybody is, like, make sure you support Soul Calibur. We're out here doing things, being an amazing community. If you haven't played the game, pick it up. I will walk you through it and hold your hand, okay? It's a great <laughs> game. I highly agree. Yeah, super good game. Yeah, a lot of fun. And how exciting is it? I mean, this is the biggest Soul Calibur tournament ever, right? So that's pretty. it's going to be pretty hype, right? It blows my mind. It's going to be so fantastic. I'm so excited for this weekend. There are 746 people entered uh-huh. into the tournament itself. So, yeah, that's going to be huge. The finals for that will be, as we mentioned before, Friday at 8 p.m. Pacific time. That's right. Yep, a one-day gauntlet. One, yeah, one day for <laughs> 750 oh, people. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's yeah. right. We, we do endurance training here in Seoul County. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. I'll say. Uh, uh, all right, well, is that it? That is about do, it. Do you, have, do you have a pick so to win? Fun. Do you have a pick who to win? Who wins it? Oh, who wins it? Rich Sticks. Bam. All right, cool. Okay, I like yeah, it. I like, I like it. Awesome. Bam. All, All right. right. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yo, thanks so much. Take care, guys. Take See care. ya. All right. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. We got coming up next, Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm-hmm. And for that, we are bringing on... Tuboware. Tuboware. What up, Tub? Are you there, Brandon? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? Hey, Brock. Thanks a lot for joining us. Really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Can we talk about how good I look in that picture, it's though? It's a nice like, one. Holy Dude, crap. you are looking mighty, Svelte over there. Yeah, mighty mighty sexy there. Well, sexier, I'm going to say. so. But uh, I, I will say that I am not Alicia... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not getting it. Okay, okay, look, just give me some. Boy, you know, shirt, I thought you were professional, way. James. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I actually, professional. I actually just looked at what your shirt is, and I, it's a good shirt. <laughs> it's a good shirt. <laughs> I know, right? All right, hey, so let's talk about Dragon Ball Fighters. You know what we're talking about? What are the storylines? Who are the players? What's Ooh. going on in the game? Man, uh, so I actually. Uh, you know, you guys have been trying to keep everything 15 minutes or under. I'm going to do that for you. Okay. Because right now, Dragon Ball Fighters is not in a good place, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Interesting. Um, I personally feel like GT Goku has kind of ruined the balance of the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and the best player in the world, hands down, is playing the best team in the game, hands down. Wow. And Goichi is going to dominate Evo. Uh, I'd be surprised if he lost a single set. Um, I'll tell you right now, he's going to win the game, or he's going to win the tournament from winner's side, grand finals, probably 3-0 or 3-1. Dang! Dang. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. So what I heard, somebody just told me earlier today while I was streaming, that his tendonitis has come back and that his hands are not doing well right now. Have you heard that? Listen, Goichi could play with his feet and he would win. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, I'm not gonna deny that. Who knows? <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with that. Dang, talk about you're you're coming right out there, man. Yeah, you're swinging. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't feel like the game's in a very good place right now. Um, I mean, it's it's still exciting to watch. Don't don't get me wrong. But it's more exciting to watch when Goichi is not on on the on the stage. Wow, is he Justin Wonging it? Jeez. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think he's just going to be completely dominant. Maybe the tendonitis will flare up. I do know uh, some other players, and, and if you can give me a moment here, I actually want to uh, shout out Alucard from New York. Yeah. Uh, him and Tachikawa both have dropped out of Evo, the two best freezes in the world, um, due to health reasons. And uh, if, if it's okay with you guys, I actually want to put uh, Alucard's GoFundMe link in the stream chat. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Because he has, a, he has a very serious infection right now. Why? Well, no um, idea. But if he, yeah, if he doesn't get to take care of it, it could actually, it's life-threatening. Is that so? Wow. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. I, I had no idea. Um, I've heard about so, that. So, yeah, I just, yeah. I just threw the link up in the chat, guys. If you could go check that out. Uh, Alucard's a, a good friend of mine, man. He's been playing Smash and Versus Fighters forever. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen him on on Bum Stream. And, oh like, yeah, I've you know, known the guy so. for I don't know a long time. Yeah, it's in the yeah, chat. Yeah, and, and, and on top of that, he's he's probably the second best Frieza in the world. So. Oh okay. man, I mean, for all the people that are in uh, that are listening to this or watching on YouTube, unfortunately, it's not going to be in the chat. And I'll try to remember to put the link in the description. I'll try to remember. Cool. Um, and um, then yeah, 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 I also read about Tachikawa having to pull out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What happened so, to Tachikawa? Yeah, uh, he just stated health issues. He didn't say what, yeah. from my understanding. Okay. okay. Um, well, but man, we're getting older now. Like we're uh, not we're not kids anymore. I, that's exactly what I've been thinking about lately. Is there's been all this sort of news of people with health problems and not making it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, when you're getting into the age that we're getting into, it's not likely, of course, but it becomes like less unlikely. You know what I mean? Just over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 kind of kind of scary when you realize your own morality as you hit your 30s and some of us 40s. You know. <laughs> I had this exact conversation with Tubo actually at Frosty Faustings. I was saying the reason why I feel like 30s actually end up being more productive is because you kind of start realizing that morality. You don't have that invincibility. Do you guys mean to be saying mortality or are you messing with me right now? Mortality. 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 Also your morality. Yeah, 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 your problem. mortality and in your 30s you become more productive because you know how to take advantage of the time a little Speaking bit. of taking advantage of the time... <laughs> <laughs> can we can we get back on track? Yeah, 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 no yeah, problem, yeah no sure. No um, so yeah, Goichi, I, I feel dominates, but there's a lot of players who can uh, maybe upset him, maybe prove me wrong. Um, but I feel like because honestly, before Alucard dropped out, I was going to have him listed as my dark horse. Oh wow! Oh, really? uh, he's been performing okay. extremely well. Um, I think that a lot of players don't have good Frieza experience, and him being one of the only two that are. Um, essentially viable at a tournament level right now, I think gives him an advantage. Okay, okay. Um, but now he won't be there. Tachikawa's yeah. not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, so there's two big threats to taking, uh, you know, a set off of Goichi. Um, so at, at this point, I, I only really see Fenrich or maybe Kazunoko with a chance. Right. Well, okay. what, what about all the U.S. players? Like, what about Sonic Fox, what about Kill Sage, Hook King got... Oh, okay. Well, tell us about what that. What about him? Tell us about uh, that. Where, where, outside of the Kill Sage, where have they been? I mean, Nokami showed up at CEO, um, but Venith, Venith, where have you been, man? You're letting me down. Uh, <laughs> Hook Gang God, I mean, Ed, Ed, is a, Ed is a sick player, but he's had character crisis for, I don't know, a season and a half now. He's constantly debating if he should be playing Vegeta or not. Okay. Mm. Um, 
that 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 plays that plays deep into uh, into your psyche. Get I mean, it's not even here. just a is my character worth playing. It's more like, am I worth you know, am I worth picking this character? Do I need to rely on top tier? You know, uh, just I, I just I don't see America having that many players in top eight at Evo, unfortunately. And as you guys know, I'm a huge homer. I do know if there's that. an American. If there's an American playing against a foreigner, I'm cheering for the American player 100% yeah. of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it hurts me to say this, but I wouldn't be surprised to see an all-foreign top eight at Evo. Oh, Would that be an all-Japanese top eight? Uh, no, I think Shanks might make the top eight. That dude has been killing it since oh, Combo Breaker. Right. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, I think he's super scary. Sonic Fox obviously still has a chance because he's Sonic Fox. Mm-hmm. But um, he hasn't even really been playing he, this that he much. Does, yeah, he doesn't really practice. Oh, okay. Uh, he's more of an MK boy. I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. That's where, <laughs> that's where the money's at. And, and honestly, he's probably everybody's favorite to win Mortal Kombat, so... Yeah, it's it's going to be a rough show for for America. I feel at, so at Evo this what, year. What about to kill Sage though? You know, because he did well at uh, CEO, right? He got top four, I think it was. Yep. He, he took third place. He was in winners finals and then ended up losing to Goichi in winners finals and then Fenrich in right. losers finals. Mm-hmm. So you you briefly addressed uh, Fenrich, but uh, can you talk a little bit more about him? What to expect there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, more of the same. Fenrich has been playing Cell since day one. Um, he's going with this standard Cell, Bardock, Vegeta um, team. I mean, you're going to see a lot of players get touched and explode right off the bat. Standard Fenrich stuff. Uh, that's that's basically why I think he, if anyone, can beat Goichi. Because if he gets a touch, he can win. Okay. Um, unfortunately, Goichi is playing GT Goku, where if you lose your point character, GT Goku comes in second, and all of a sudden he's the best character in the game. Okay. I mean, a lot of people in the chat are actually saying that Sonic Fox is grinding Dragon Ball pretty heavily for I mean, like the last two maybe, weeks. Maybe he is, but is is that enough all of a sudden? Right. I mean, it, it, it seems like it's been harder and harder, not just in his case, but in general, right. to be the best level comp- competitor in more than one game nowadays. Yeah. Because yeah, even, yeah. even for geniuses I, I mean, like that, and Goichi, like, it's just... Yeah, because Goichi now. doesn't Look at Tokido. Really... You know, Tokido yeah, used Tokido, to play everything. Yeah, now he only now. plays Street Fighter Five. I mean, maybe may viable still, but... Very hard. Right, yeah. I mean, without a question, Genius Sonic only. Fox is going to do damage at this tournament. Without question. But is he going to be prepared to go up against, like, Goichi, who's been playing yeah, the whole time? We're, we're not going to get that run back from last year. It's, it's uh, last year, Kazunoko did a lot of work. What do you expect out of him? Uh, Kazunoko is, is another player that has a chance. Um, however, I don't like... I mean, I, I like the team he's playing. The team he plays is extremely strong. Okay. Um, he's playing Kid Buu on point now. Um but I, I I think the old Kazunoko with Gotenks was scarier. Mm, I think more of a set play type style is for him. I don't like what he does with Kid Buu. I, I feel like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is his year. He's not going to run amok like okay. he did with the okay. with the Dragon Ball Tour last year. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he. We've seen him playing Sam show, so he might be focusing a little bit on that as well. So. But he, Man, that he's another one of those guys who can yeah play multiple games. But yeah, again, even for him, it seems like it's getting tougher and tougher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very sure that Goichi. I, I will bet the barn Goichi wins this tournament. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. So it's not even the field. It's versus... not the field versus Goichi. It's just Goichi for sure. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. 
Well, I mean, so you've talked about Kid Goku as kind of being the problem. Is, is that kind of just generally the, the, the storyline of the characters right now? Is that cl- right now Kid Goku is like the problem? So the funny thing about that, man, is you'll hear me talk about him being incredible. But the only player really doing much with him right now is Goichi. Okay. Uh, so maybe it's a little bit of a Goichi factor. However, mm. um, I do feel the character is really, really silly. He has incredible box strings. He has incredible high-low. Uh, and he's probably the only character in the game that I can think of that can turn his standard B&B into a one-touch kill without even sparking. Hmm. Um, okay. It's just, there, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to unpack with that character that... Uh, I feel should change, and Goichi takes advantage of all of it. Okay, sounds like Goichi. I mean, that's what he does, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, that's... he finds the cheap stuff for sure. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, I mean, anything like any other kind of storylines, or you know? Uh, any yeah, man. I, I I hope to see Dogura do work with Cooler. Mm. I think Cooler is a really underrated character. Um, another thing to add, even though GT Goku is, in my opinion, clearly the strongest. Um, that doesn't mean Bardock and Adult Gohan and Kid Buu are gone. Those characters okay. are still very strong. Okay. And outside of maybe three or four characters, the whole cast is viable. Okay. Uh, the game is extremely balanced. I just really, really hate GT Goku. Okay. A lot of people are talking about Wawa. Is that is that a? That's yeah, player from Europe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wawa. Wawa uh, did work on Goichi recently. Oh. Um, okay. okay. I don't think I don't think that'll happen again though. Okay. Everybody gets one. Yeah, because that's the thing, is right. Sonic Fox is, and Goichi has always had those histories of going back and forth. Whenever he, Goichi loses, it's like he labs that out. I think that happened like two times or three yeah, times, right? Uh, that wasn't. I don't think that was like a long. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Huh? Okay. Is Wawa? What? But yeah, Wawa. Wawa, I believe, is from France. I, I believe he's French. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he took out Goichi in like the first round of a tournament they were both at. Rad. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know, people kind of lost their shit over that, obviously. But yeah, I don't. I don't see Goichi being taken out at Evo. I think he'll okay. be ready. Okay. All you right. Don't, you don't. You don't feel like you're jinxing him right now. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. no not at all. I can say whatever I want, man. That, right. that he's, he's unstoppable. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. Um, all right. We've got like a minute, unless there's anything else. Anything else you want to say? No, man, I told you I was going to finish it under 15 minutes. I'm keeping you guys on track here. You are absolutely correct. Okay. Uh, well, follow me on Twitch. Oh, real quick. I am not officially commentating anything at EVO this year, but I am commentating the Marvel uh, Infinite Exhibitions yeah. after the Ultimate Marvel 3 Finals. It's going to be me in Persia, actually. Oh, yay. So, That's okay. awesome, man. The... Neither of us are officially at EVO, but you best believe we're going to be at EVO. Oh, man. That's the well, Those are Those, those are... You know, yeah. that's not my my call to make. You understand? <laughs> those are those are two surprising omissions. I am a yeah. A, and you're planning to start streaming a lot more soon, right? Yeah, yeah. After Evo, uh, I do stream. I'm going to be streaming a ton of Sam show. Um, okay. I'm pretty confident in the game. I'm hoping to do well at Evo, yeah. and oh, nice. I just want to support the game in general. I really, really love Samurai Showdown. Okay, for sure. Sweet. All cool, right. man. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. All right. Cool. Well. Later. Get him out of here. All right. All right.
You want to take a break? Oh, do you want to do that real quick? I would like to. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot we have breaks that we need to throw Let's in Let's take here. a break. Okay. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll get the next guest coming in. You can already see it. Who's the next bit. guest? Oh. You can already see a little preview over here. It's going to be Juicy to talk about one of the big surprises of the year, and that is Under Night In Birth EXE Latest. Shout-outs to that profile pic. Um, <laughs> that's, all right. All right. We'll be right back, We'll be guys. right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show. We are continuing talking about EVO 2019 and each of the individual main games. There are nine of them, mm -hmm. and we have a guest on to discuss each one. Right, and the next one is Undernight in Birth EXE Latest, which is like the 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 the, in, the game that could story of EVO. Basically, last year being a side tournament, it's been out for a while. Then Evo added it to the official lineup, and then it has over a thousand entrants now. And uh, Unist, I feel like, is just really on the rise right now. It so, has one thousand one hundred fifty-six entrants. Yeah. So we have uh, Jushichi here. I mean, just tell us how the whole community is feeling about over a thousand entrants at Evo right now. Uh. People were very excited about the scale up because, like the previous, uh, the previous highs, like we've been kind of hitting new highs every tournament. Mm -hmm. I think, like uh, at one point when ST had just come out in 2017, uh, we had I think 160 or something like that, uh, and that that was kind of uh, key marked by the two best players in America at the time. That's Infinity, who was a high from uh, New Jersey. And everybody probably knows about Squish, the Akatsuki from Arizona, who's mm -hmm. taken a lot of people's hearts uh, by storm. <laughs> but um, like that came, and then like CEO, I think last year hit like 200, yeah. uh, or not 200. It was the high like hundreds, and then Evo last year hit 200. Uh, CB this year was like uh, 40, 424, Dang. and then it ramped up again to you know, the 1K that we had. So, like, we'd always been kind of building awesome. throughout, throughout the years here. Yeah. I mean, Super it's, cool. it's, really it's, it's one of those things, like, that... I, mean, I know we want to talk about all these storylines and stuff, but it's just this, this storyline is fascinating yeah. to me. You know, I keep telling everybody out there, look, if you want your scene to grow, just look at what the Eunice community is doing. I mean, what do you feel like it is about the Eunice community in particular that's been able to grow their game so so well? Um, I mean, I, I think we had some kind of, like, uh, word of mouth booms. Like, there was the big thing during the summer last year where, like, everything was, like, hashtag play Eunice, hashtag blah, blah, blah. Like, that was a big thing. I think the other thing uh, we share is, like, all of the players basically have a, a large amount of enthusiasm about playing the game. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, my, my background is actually from the Smash background. Like, I was mm -hmm. a project team developer, uh, kind of shadow TO for a lot of large events for Brawl okay. uh, back in the day. But uh, I mentioned that to say that one of the techniques that I think the Smash community uses is uh, until recently where like all of these super majors and S tiers and all this stuff blew up, everybody piled to like four majors. Like right. if you wanted to go to like uh, the West Coast, you went to Genesis. If you wanted to go to the East Coast, you went to Pound, things like that. Uh, that was one of the things that we tried to do as much as possible for uh, the tournaments here in the U.S. So, like, Combo Breaker, CEO, CEO Taku, now Climax of Night has blown up in the yeah. last year. 
uh, anime ascension, like all of those types of scenes, we wanted to get everybody that we could to come and like showcase there. Nice. That's cool. So that's, I, that I think that's a really good technique. Okay. I mean, for it, it, it seems like you know I'm I'm not playing it, but from everybody I know who is, it's just because it's a good game. <laughs> that's the other <laughs> thing too. That, that too. That too. That obviously is a big fact. Quality video games. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, uh, both of us used to talk about Uniel all the yeah. time. We just haven't had the chance to play Unis because, you know, 2019 FGC problems right now, you know, too many games out there. But, I mean, the, the crazy thing about this now is with 1,000, this is twice as big as the last biggest event. Man, like, what are we expecting from this tournament? Like, which area, region, characters, players? Like, what what's going to happen? That, uh... Well, I feel like we can't talk about North American Union without bringing up one name. You know, he's, he's if you want to use gods or whatever, he's kind of the god of North America, Red Blade. Okay. okay. Everybody's eyes are on Red Like, we've had him spar with uh, Clearlamp, who is arguably the best player in Japan. And I could get into that. I'll, I'll touch on it when we kind of talk about what my pick to Renevo is, like, okay. later, later. Um, but he's played Clearlamp very closely. Uh the only American to this point to take a set off of him. Oh, dang. Uh, okay. I know, like, they've run money matches and things like that. Like, And it, it's been okay. interesting because Clearlamp is a very deliberate player. Who's Clearlamp use again? Uh, he is a Byakuya player, the number one Byakuya oh, player yeah. okay, uh, okay. from nice. the Kansai area. So I believe that's uh, West Japan. Right, right. Uh, he's also basically, like, community leader over there too so he runs a lot of stuff i went to ksb in japan mm, in osaka nice. and he was probably like the head to out there too oh, okay so, wow. that's okay, awesome okay okay there's like a translated guide of i want to get better at me he wrote that and like giuseppe who is a gordo player uh here okay. in the u.s who was in japan for a bit translated it so he's you know a person that spread resources and like is a teacher of the game that's super cool yeah. okay it's yeah. always good when you have someone teaching and bringing more people in. That's really important. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I'll, I'll blitz through the kind of players that I have to watch here. Okay. So uh, Redblade. Uh, Who does Redblade use again? He's Wagner. Wow. Okay. Uh, of very. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's the most notable Wagner in the world. In my okay. Opinion. Like his offense is a blitzkrieg. It's you're going to die when you play him the first like, it, it, it is a fact I I feel like Japan because they have some Wagners they have a really strong uh, base but like the stuff that I see people in North America let me uh, shout out to uh, School Bus or sometimes Findo he's uh, I think the number two Wagner in the world okay, okay. like behind Red Blade okay. they have different styles too like um, Findo is a lot more patient and deliberate and Red is just going to run over so those two players, I think, are very important to watch. Um, Red Blade actually has a set in round two pools of real note in North America. Okay. He plays Trill, who plays Chaos. Uh, okay. He Chaos is a player with kind of like a pseudo-puppet character, but yeah, not really. Yeah. Uh, but Trill's basically top-aided every single tournament that he's run into. Uh, but they've never played each other. So this oh, is cool. going to be the first meeting. Of well, Red Blade and Trill. Well, here's the question. Are they on opposite ends of the bracket? Are they on opposite sides of the bracket? Because I heard on Smash GG, it looks like there's a four-out system or something. That's like two Yeah, there's a four-out system. So this is a, a, oh, 
this is assuming that they keep winning through winners. Right. Uh, so, like, once they get out of round two, uh, round one pools, and then they, I think, fight one to two opponents in round two. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, I gotcha, think their gotcha. favorite to win that, like, to get into semifinals, yeah. that's the match to get into semifinals. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Let's see. Um, other intrigue pools, I think. Uh, Zawa, who is the number two Nanase in Japan. Nanase is a very rare character in North America. Uh, prob- arguably the best non-estate that we have in the States uh, is from Texas, but due to the kind of job situations, he hasn't really been able to travel that yeah, much. Of course, so he's yeah. pretty uncommon. Okay. Uh, he plays uh, potentially NYCZ Brandon, who is arguably the second best Lene in the U.S. Oh, out nice. of New York. Uh, the round after that is J3, a.k.a. JJ, who I think is both the best Lene easily and the best Phono in North America. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you uh, haven't so, mentioned a lot of phonons, and, you know, she's usually up there with Wagner as, like, one of the, the, the strongest characters, right? I think uh, the the common opinion, at least on the East Coast, I, I don't know too much how uh, the West Coast feels about it, mm-hmm. is phonon is the most fair top tier. Uh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. like, like, if you roughly know how to fight that character, like, they're they're very prolific up until, like, round, like, top 32-ish. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see. But you you don't see too many past that. There's Clem and there's it's JJ, funny. and, like, that Silent made a big run. I know exactly We know exactly, yeah. As soon as you said most fair top tier, we're like, yeah, I know, I get it, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Silent was, like, uh, a person who made a very deep run beating Rakir and Burger Time, like, Top eight places at combo breaker to mm. fall short at ninth. Mm. Uh, but aside from that, like the the hormones are kind of like in the middle area. Okay. But I'll quickly move on. Uh, School bus, who I mentioned before, has a run through to Nishine, who's the number one ranked Orie uh, mm, in okay. Japan. That's interesting. Um, there's a block. I think it's E uh, four hundred and fourteen that has Isaac, who is, I think, widely considered to be the best hide in North America, or second best hide behind Infinity. Okay. Uh, he's had, like, a meteoric rise. He'll play Squish, and oh. then on the other side of that is Tari, who is the best Yuzu player in North America. Oh, cool, man. Uh, versus a lot of good a, matches, it <sighs> Yeah, versus a guy named Spooky McNoodle, uh, who is arguably the best Seth in uh, North America. <laughs> That's a NorCal SoCal battle. Uh-huh. Uh, but they'll play the winner of that plays the winner of Isaac versus Squish to get into yeah. it. So, so that's a really interesting one as well. So, so right now, oh, how's the European scene for Undernight? Extremely strong. Okay. We have, I think, the three best players coming over. There's uh, Hiari, who is a candidate, I think, for one of the best players in the world, and okay. uh, a candidate for top eight winners potentially. Okay. okay. There's uh, Wildy, who plays Hilda. Uh, his run, unfortunately, will meet potentially uh, Sam Cooper or Hiari before semis. Oh, and then uh, there's Crushing Eagle, who I think is another prolific Wagner. I think he's from Germany. Okay. Uh, he'll run through a couple Japanese players on his path cool. as well. So then, they're bringing the heat as well. Europe is very strong. That's awesome. And then obviously Asia is just really, really strong in the game as well, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, I think the, the players of note uh, from Japan that people really, really know are uh, Oshuhito or Ohito. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the number one ranked overall uh, player in Japan. Okay. He has, there, 
there's like the rip system. Yeah. It's like ranking insight point or whatever nonsense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has four million more rip than the second place player. Okay, well, so what? that's like he has like seven million rip, and the number two oh. player is another player okay. of note, uh, Watanabe Shacha, who plays uh, Waldstein. Right. Okay. Number two. He has four million more rip. Okay. All right, so he has I mean, more than twice yeah, as much. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if it was like he has four thousand more, but he has like thirty-seven thousand million, you're like, okay, but it's seven million for okay, yeah, right, yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Oshihito, uh, if everything by Smash Dad goes perfectly, quote unquote, uh, that'll be Hiari, who had played a Seth at Coping Fest. Uh, he had hosted a couple things where some Japanese players came by. He got second, losing to probably like the second best Seth. Okay. Uh, they'll play. Winner gets in, I think, to top eight potentially. There, Damn. it's either top eight or top sixteen. Mm. Uh, okay. So the best in Europe versus, a, you know, arguably the best player in the world. There, uh, I mentioned Clearland before. There's a cluster of Kansai players that are extremely strong. Tari, who plays, or Scuba Curry, that plays Yuzu, the number one Yuzu. Hishigata, who plays Nanase as well, the number one Nanase. They're all in that uh, kind of demon block with Red. Blade. Uh, and actually, my, my it does, yeah. <laughs> this sounds so, like it's going to be a bloodbath here. The, for well, sure. Are, are there are there other players you want to point out, or is that? Um, I think I hit basically all of the the main ones that okay. I wanted to hit. So th- does uh, it does it feel to you like there is a standout favorite, or is this much more about you know the field? I think. A lot of people would argue that the standout favorite is Oshihito. Okay. But uh, Ohito, I think, is one of those players that, like, is the best player that's never really won a ring. Like, mm. he's won, like, one national tournament in Japan. But, like, when I went to KSB, he lost to... Uh, he was eliminated by Sonaru, uh, who is the number one Eltno in Japan, yeah, also okay. in Tokyo. Uh, and I think he lost to Hishigata. I want to say, who is the non that I mentioned before. Okay, okay. Interesting. Oh, sorry. Curly added me. Fox of. Uh, he's a Batista that's been playing on Hitbox. He's uh, Ooh, been Batista. playing for a little less than a year. Really? Uh, Batista being the charge character. Uh, yeah. Fox of narrowly beat Clear Lamp at Combo Breaker. So okay. he's <laughs> the, the player on the Japanese radar as well. Okay. That makes uh, sense. Okay. Well, we yeah, are... As soon as you said... Hitbox player and Batista. I was like, that yeah, makes that so sense, much yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're running um, up against the time, but if you had to make a pick, who do you think is going to take it? Uh, I think the winner of the Kansai group. So that's Kray, Red Blade, uh, Clear Lamp, and Hishigata wins the tournament. Okay. So I think the higher likelihood is it's going to be Hishigata, who I think Kansai believes is roughly the best player in that area. Okay. Uh, so I think Kishiyata Nanase or Clear Lamp Miyakyo. Sick. And there was also one more thing that you wanted to plug, right? Yes. Uh, mm. Sorry, I'm very much running against time here. But, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. All good. I've got this. After the tournament, we're running exhibitions. Uh, it says North America, but Hiari's in there too. He's European. Okay. Uh, we're running first to five sets uh, at the Axis Games booth. The stream is a uh, That's Magnets, who is the, I think, from the Midwest in Chicago, the number one Eltnum player in North America. Oh, going up against a mere. 
Okay, airplane flying over. Versus uh, Sonaru, who is the number one Elknum in Japan, and basically a father of uh, Elknum. They had played before uh, when Magnets went to Japan, and also when uh, Sonaru came to Climax of Night, so he wanted to run back there. Uh, There's Hiari, who is the best Line player in uh, Europe and the strongest player in Europe, versus Kure Yuzuriha. There's Rakir, who plays in Kidu. He's uh, historically been uh, a top 16, top 8 placer versus Notes. So this is a very rare matchup in Kidu versus Carmine. Carmine is an uncommon character. Uh, There's Trill Chaos versus Ryusei, the number 2 Merkaba player. There's Red Blade, of course, versus Nishine. Uh, Red Blade very much loves this matchup. Wagner versus Orie, considered to be roughly even. Uh, and then there's Squish versus Hishigana. Uh, I watched them play a little bit in uh, Japan, but this is a matchup that Squish, I think, is basically broke the book on for uh, Akatsuki as well. And this is all going to be streamed on Numaki's channel here, I see, huh? Indeed. This will be after Top 8 on Saturday, uh, 12.30 start uh, Pacific time. So that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, hey, thanks a lot. That's that's really cool to point out. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, hey, yeah. I guess that's it. But uh, thanks so much for coming on and, and chatting. Really appreciate it. Yeah, especially last Thank second. You very much you for know. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. that. So. Very nice of you. It's no problem. All right. Thanks. Right. Take care, everyone. Yeah, you too. All right, well, that's cool. And up next, if, is he good to go? Uh, we're trying to get him Yes, he just hopped in there. Oh, okay. Sweet. Nice, nice. We're going to be switching over now to Mortal Kombat 11. And for yeah. that... I don't know. I'm just waiting to see which picture he picked. Oh, it's just Is it actually him? It's just a stand Oh, it yeah, actually is go. him. Okay. Yeah, it's a stand This is a good picture of Mr. Aquaman. Yeah, I know. I love this picture. <laughs> I, can you I hear us? side by side with... Yeah, can, can you guys hear me? Yep, yeah, you're yeah. all good. I was side by side with the man, the myth, the legend on your guys' left, Ultra David. Nice. <laughs> what up, man? Yeah, that's right. I remember sitting right next to you right there, and I don't remember which of the many screams that was, but uh, I'm sure it was a good one. One of one of the many, and my voice helped, which is... That's right. That's right. So we're talking about Mortal, Mortal Kombat yeah. 11, and I wanted to bring you on to have sort of a interesting back and forth of opinions. You know, I want to talk yeah. about what the main storylines are. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about mm-hmm. the players... And I want to talk about maybe the characters, if, if we need to get to that. What, what do you want to point out? Absolutely. So what's really cool is that I'm shocked you guys asked because we have Ultra David here who was who has been as active as me on the in, in the pro competition. And, it's cool to get more work. opinions, you know? That's yeah. All. That's awesome. Uh, Ultra David who would pick a grappler every single time that, that we talk. So anyways, you play New Era Garrus. And he's a great character! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> By the way, two in top eight of uh, Combat New Jersey this week. Yeah, he's awesome. good. He's good. He's definitely uh, good. picked him up. Anyways. Yeah. Um, a couple of things that I want to talk about right out of the gate. Can we talk about the five times number of entrants that the NRS games have gotten just from 2018 to 2019? Yeah. 361 entrants in 2018. Over 1,500, almost 1,600 entrants in 2019. Yeah, that's right. Five times the number of entrants. That's, that's a massive jump. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, oh it is. God. That's 1,573. Yeah, that is the that is the NRS game that you know is in everybody's hearts. You know, right? Yeah, definitely. This this will be the largest uh, NRS tournament in history for sure. Um, I believe that year one of Mortal Kombat X was the largest before this at uh, it's at eleven hundred and sixty two entrants. So, 
we beat that, that only shows growth of our scene, and that's something that I am incredibly proud of, like yeah. right out of the gate. So I want to I get that out of the way. Is that I am proud of our numbers yeah. uh, I, I, growing this year. I mean, honestly, like I want to add as well as someone who's been enjoying the game a lot. Like I just feel like the game is so solid. Like I really, really think that more people should be getting into it. You know, I feel like more people should be playing it. I, I agree. Oh, 100%. This, this is easily the most uh, accessible fighting game that they've ever put out as far as reaching or having the potential to reach the broadest audience yeah i mean it it's, my, it's to, my favorite game that they've made you know when it, when it comes to mechanics we saw we saw james playing footsies we right? definitely did <laughs> we definitely he was on james was on the uh, e-league e showdown last week for people who didn't watch and you actually did yeah. really well it was cool dude i had a lot it, of it fun was so cool. it was so cool i had a lot of fun i'm not gonna lie <laughs> he was playing he was playing really strong nrs players and just juking them with with, with movement he was just walking in yeah. in and out of the normal ranges <laughs> with punishing and look, look it's at true that it was cool was great job. nice <laughs> it was very cool. right. thank you thank you but it's not about me let's talk about everybody else right. let's talk about everybody it's else about yeah. you james <laughs> anyways um you know I, I don't have too much to go over uh like last year i think that um I, I, I have a couple of notes that I wrote on, on the brackets going through each and every single one of these yeah. uh, 120 brackets. But um, I think that a lot of the seeds that you're going to see coming that are that are seeded through the pro competition are going to do really well. I think the biggest surprise, I think there are two biggest surprises coming into this, is that one, Sonic Fox never won EVO for Injustice 2. Therefore, is coming in on his third year of a drought of not having won Evo for an NRS game, which is having a drought for not winning Evo. Who else that, in the world can have a drought? thing that I've ever heard. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, rewind. Last year. It was rewind last year, and it was Dragon before that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, correct. And the the second biggest uh, thing I would say is that coming into this year, you just touched on it last year. Rewind was your evolution champion for Injustice 2, and he is coming in almost unseated. Right. He hmm. has not had the results that he has wanted in, M in MK11, and these are seated purely based on the pro competition uh, you know, rankings. And he has not done well for uh, his standards. So that's I true. think that's okay. so he, he he's gonna have a really tough path in order to do well at this evolution. He's the returning champion. That's pretty big. Mm, interesting. Now, do you still feel like Sonic Fox is the favorite, though, right now? Because, I mean, I really feel like the field has kind of, like, been catching up. There's so many strong players now. But is Sonic Fox, you still think, the, the, the favorite to win this? If, if I was a betting man, I would bet money on Sonic Fox winning this tournament. Okay. That yeah. being said, I do, I, I do have my dark horses. I, I know who can beat him, and we know who can beat him, and they happen to be in his path. I, okay. So when I look at uh, semifinals and on, um, I expect very similar results. Like, like when you're looking at the CEO, uh, when you're looking at players that are going to do really well, I see uh, Foxy Grandpa having a really good path. Kevo is, is in his way, and he decimated oh. Kevo. In the most ludicrous fashion in that top eight of CEO, that was flawlesses that that happened That's before right. our eyes. Um, but he is going to run into someone who is one of my biggest dark horses of this event, and it's Noble Combat. Oh, for sure. Mm. 
we have seen combat beat Sonic Fox. We've seen combat beat. Yeah, C combat has the skill to beat anyone at any time, and that makes him, I think, my biggest dark horse of this. He, he was one of the guys that was just good online, and then just started yes, entering tournaments, correct. right? Yeah. Okay. That is right, and he started training with Sonic Fox. Really big uh, recipe for success yeah. in NRS games. Has his own teammate in his path, but he he will have to go through Foxy if he wants to make 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 top eight. It looks like, but I think that he has got the skill to do it. We've seen it before. Um, we saw him make a huge uh, major top eight offline at at CEO. I think that that's going to translate well coming into Evolution. Uh, he's very young. I think that he's going to be confident going into this thing. Nice. I mean, for for my part, I would say that I think that the the two biggest storylines are are also kind of related. One is that. As you said, there are so many players. And when I looked through the brackets earlier today, there were lots of brackets where I knew I, I knew of one name. And I was, you know, I was asking my chat too, like, do you guys know? And occasionally we would know two names. Yes. There are so many players who are new. New to oh, Mortal Kombat, new to the FGC, new to tournament play. And I, you know, I don't know how many of those are gonna end up being strong players. Right. Maybe some of them. But I just think it's awesome that there are so many new, not just like players from other scenes and stuff, new yeah, players. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, because I was about to ask, this is, this is not like the crossover kind of guy. Well, right? I mean, maybe some crossover. Well, there, there definitely was. a lot of crossover. There definitely was some rare. crossover, okay, for sure. Okay. But on top of that, just players, new like players. And then kind of related to that, there, I would say, you know, other than Fox and some of the established people like Scar and so forth. Dragon. Dragon. Uh, so many yep. of the players that I would think I would point out are these young players. Combat is a perfect example, but I mean players who are 20 and under. You know, they're in yes. high school or they are just out of high school. Deoxys is another example. <laughs> that, that is my other dark horse is Deoxys on that top half of the semifinal <gasps> there bracket. You go. He's got Scar relatively early and he's already beaten Scar this year. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who who would you say is the best veteran in the tournament right now? Like old old player? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's got to be Scar, right? Scar is like twenty nine or thirty. Might, I might at this point. Uh, Scar definitely. I mean, if you, if you call him a veteran, he's definitely the oldest. I think the oldest. I think is what he's. What about like yeah. DJT or something? Uh, uh, I mean, DJT's up there, but I think you know Scar's results have been okay, super strong. Uh, okay. f f honestly, Foxy. Maybe Foxy as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah of he is. He is probably the only veteran like that to get back-to-back -back top eights on the pro competition. He, he's top eighted at everything. Yeah, there have been three pro competition events so far, and he got top eight at, at all of them. And, you know, I was looking at the points. and uh, One one Vianality, no, right? Did he win Vianality? Uh, no. No. Uh, no, 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 it was Hayate who won Hayate Vianality. did. Hayate, Hayate. So, but, but, yeah, yeah top eight at everything. If Great you look at the points uh, on the pro competition tour, Sonic Fox is number one. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you have second place is Foxy. Okay. But Foxy has 600 points currently, and you win 600 points for winning Evo. <laughs> so yeah. anybody basically could come off right. and just all of a sudden be you know top three or five, depending on where the other players place mm -hmm. in the whole pro competition tour. Like there's a lot on the line for Evo. Uh, you know, it's not like uh, some some of the other uh, pro tours have had have had a bunch of events. Mm -hmm. There haven't been that many events for Mortal Kombat. So right. Evo comes early uh, and has so many points. This is extremely important for them. Yeah. Well, here, let me ask this question for you guys, though. Obviously, Foxy from EU. There's a lot of EU players very, very strong, right, that are coming over here. Yep. What about Asia? Are there any Asia players of no? Is there anyone that you can think of? Like, 
I know Goichi was learning MJ. I, I for would a have while, said you know. I would have said Tachikawa, but he's not coming. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. he, I believe he I believe he entered as well. He did. He did, but unfortunately, he got sick or had medical issues and is not coming. <sighs> that is very unfortunate. Hey, that, that was the name I was looking at and yeah. had my eye on right there. Was for that Tachikawa? Sure. Man, I would have loved to have seen an Asian player dominate. Because you know what? I mean, honestly, it's not even just like a, hey, I want to see Asia dominate. I want to see someone from Asia do well to inspire more Asian players to get into the game, you know? Because obviously, I know a lot of Asian players have issues with the violence and everything, and I totally get that. That's totally fine. Even though, you know, they like watching these bloody movies all the time. Maybe not the same people, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, uh, I I would love to see a bigger Asia scene for this game. I was actually talking to David, and uh, I heard you guys talking earlier about Goichi, and now I want to see Goichi play this game to the point that this game, the meta is evolving and evolving and evolving, and our players are getting better and better and better at it, but I want to see someone like Goichi take to the next level the defensive options that are in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. I want to see him flawless block everything. I want to see him Beautiful. absolutely take away every, everyone's options with defense. Yeah. And I, I think if there was a player to come from the outside in to do that, it would be someone like Goichi. Yeah, that and I would, I would love it if Goichi could extend the rivalry with Sonic Fox to, so cool. to, yeah. to another game. That'd be so sick. You know actually who the best Asian player is to watch out for? Who's that? His Tekken Master. Oh yes, <laughs> he has geography he has, friends. Yeah, it's true. He it's, has a very uh, tough path. He has Dizzy, who was the one of the strongest uh, yeah. EU players right. coming into this, and then would potentially have to face te- uh, Sonic Fox in a run back of uh, 2016. Yeah. 2016 oh, yeah, yeah, Mortal Kombat Grand Finals, uh, yeah. Grand Finals of Evo before top eight. That's right. Dang. So this is another going to be another one of those blood baths, isn't it? Yep. And there are a lot of huge matchups that could potentially happen before finals. Like I said, there's there's that quadrant of like Scar, Deoxys, Hayate, and one of them has to get through, and that's just going to be a dice roll yeah, right there. Like I, I I wouldn't be able to pick that if I'm being honest with you. I mean, I'm a Texas boy. I'm going for Deoxys, the young gun out, out of everyone <laughs> here. Uh, same thing at the bottom. You've got like Tweety versus Gur. I That's a toss-up yeah. to me. Uh, Dragon versus Bio. Dragon, if he plays like he did at CEO... Dragon might win the whole thing. I that can see was that. The, the best Mortal Kombat 11 player I've ever seen was Dragon on the winner's side of that thing until yeah. Grand Finals. <laughs> then it kind of... Whoa, <laughs> I mean, whoa! Because the thing about it is, the, I mean, like, listening to all these names and just, like, hearing of the kind of bloodbath this is going to be, just in case people in the chat aren't even familiar, you know, there was always that really now completely invalid thing where they were like, oh, well, NRS players aren't that strong, that if anybody yeah. else came... No, at this point in time, these NRS players are all super legit. For sure. And so, you know, having these guys yeah, all dude. run into each other early on is going to be... Ugh. You're going to get a lot of your favorites not making, like, top 16 at this point in time, I feel like. I 100% agree that our pool of talent has done nothing but exponentially increase yeah. it feels like every game every year it's, it's not like back in the mk9 days no. where where you could gimmick your way to a to a top eight or a top 16 yeah. like mm-hmm. i've done numerous i times. was just gonna say <laughs> that being said i literally Speaking went in from experience top 16 and my opponent went what even is that is that an overhead? I'm like, no, it's unblockable and it launches and it's armored. And this is for top 16 at the time. <laughs> so our our knowledge, our our yeah. players have done nothing but get better. Yeah. And it's it's a lot harder to place in NRS games because of how great our talent is and how young they are. Yeah. Our our talent, we I think David actually talked about how we have some of the youngest talent in about. the FTC yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean it's it's 
really in just the last few games, like I would say mid MKX on, the scene has just exploded over the last four or five years in terms of talent, and it continues to do so. I was a little bummed to hear that Ninja Killer is not going to make it. Yeah, um, that, that's that's a really big one right there. That is, yeah, he's a he's a big new young player, but uh, it's not not going to be able to come. Well, but plenty of good players will be there. Let me let me ask you guys this question. Obviously, when the game came out, everybody was talking Garrus, 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 and now he's not even considered the strongest, right? He's like fourth best or something like something that. Like that. Uh, what do you think about the current balance situation of the game? Do you feel like we're going to see a big character variety in the top sixteen? Well, David is nodding his head. What about you, Mr. Aquaman? Yeah, I, so, uh, when, when we look at something like that, I think that we're going to see a lot of character variety, but when we talk about, you know, potentially 16 players being there, I think we're going to see the top 16 <laughs> characters. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think that we're going to have any surprises. You know, sure. we, we've got a couple of character specialists that, are, that aren't going, believe it or not, like a, uh, like a Burrito Voorhees, uh, uh, Forever King's brother. Oh, is he not going? going. Yeah, I, I, I don't see him in uh, Bracken at all. Uh, um, okay. And and he, he's actually one of our favorites because he plays the other variation of Garrus. Yeah. Uh, but he's no, gonna... you know, looking at this, I see, I see nothing but the upper echelon of characters of from semifinals on. Okay. But really, I, if we're being realistic, no, I, I I think you're right about that. But I do think there's a dozen to fifteen characters that right. can be. Yes. Like, reasonably used in the top-level crunch situations. I mean, if sure. there was a lower, quote, low-tier character, like, that was going to somehow shock everybody, would you say it would be, like, Devorah Collector? Like, So, what? for me, the most underrated character, although still I don't think he's top-tier or anything, uh, is Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn, okay. I think okay. Shao Kahn is pretty good. Again, like, he's not... Automatic coming in here today. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's, he, I really think he's not bad. <laughs> right. But, again, right, 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 probably right. don't use him for top right, eight. Right, right. Will Shang yeah. make top eight? Okay, we got to... This is last Oh, question. yeah. That's a really big topic of discussion is that this is the first time that Shang is legal. How oh, strong is Shang funny. and how many people will be using Shang? Right. And the answer is a lot. Yes, a lot of people are playing the character. And so there are conversations in the scene as to, like, how many will make top eight, right? What do you think? What's your number? Three. Really? Are, you, are those mains or secondaries? Um, mix of both. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so, so honestly, what's really cool is that when Shang first came out, and this is this is a testament to NetherRealm that it has not patched the game yet, yeah. and has actually let things fly. Much obliged. I saw and, you in that buckle of the work. Um, Shang, when... When he came out, and after the first week, every top player was like, "I'm maining Shang Tsung going into Evo. Why wouldn't I?" Yeah. And in the past, in the past week, it's been, "Oh well, Shang kind of is is uh, kind of going to get bodied by these mm. these two to three characters." Right. And we saw a lot of people pick him up and go, uh, this, "This ain't for me." A lot of drops here and there. So really, coming into this, I think it's going to be about who is the most prepared for Shang Tsung, and. Uh, there's a couple things that, you know, there's a couple surprises that I think are going to happen. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Big D and Dragon go off here because I've heard that Cetrion absolutely obliterates Shang Tsung into the ground. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, little things like that. So, there, I think that Shang Tsung is going to be very uh, predominant. I don't know if that's even the right word to use right there. Uh, but I don't think he's going to be. I don't, I don't think it's going to be as popular as even okay. I thought he was going to be at this tournament. I think that we're going to see him as either a a, a starting pick 
and then possibly ha ha have to come off, or as as a secondary for when uh, someone's main just doesn't do the trick. I don't I don't think that he's gonna be like that first tournament DLC character that we're used to in NRS games, where right. you know it's it's Tanya. it's alien, it's Tanya. Fuck! <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not. Yeah. I mean, my my guess because each time this has happened since. This is even in the case in Injustice. Um, it has not been the case that the character that people are worried about ends up actually running mm -hmm. rampant. That actually hasn't happened almost at all. Right. So yeah, I, I would say my guess is fewer than two. Okay, one or zero to to make top eight as a main. Okay. Maybe somebody has a counter pick, but I don't know that right. I really consider that the same thing. As far as a main character goes, zero or one for me. Okay. Yeah. I think he's. I, I think he's good. I, I just a lot of good characters. Uh, I have one more question to ask both of you guys. I'm okay. the one who's trying to end it here. Yeah. Okay. okay. Not Sonic Fox. Who is the person with the best chance for upset? Dragon. Ooh. Yeah, I agree. Dragon. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice. Did you have anything else? No, no, no. It's, um, it's we have run up against the time limit. Okay. Cool. Hey, man. Yeah, uh, is there anything that anything else you want to discuss or or pump or whatever? Uh, no, just guys, watch MK at Evolution. It's going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to be talking about some other things uh, down the road for Mortal Kombat. While we are there, I'm super excited for it. I think that this is going to be the most the most exciting and largest tournament in our history. Let's let's fucking go. Yeah. All right. I, I love it. I love it. Let's later. do it. Yeah, later, man. Thank you. Guess have a good one. See ya. All right. God, he really turned on the esports at the end there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that voice he turned yeah, on? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> well, let's see. It'll be can... at Evolution 2019. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, obviously, here, our next guest here, you know, showing the Red Bull camera uh -huh. here. But he's not joined our channel just yet, so I've sent him the note on Discord. Let's see if he's... Uh, Jumping in here. There he is. Hey, Rip, are you there? Rip, 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 Rip. Hey. Hey, man. Oh, you guys hear me? Yes. Boom. Boom. What's going on, Rip? <laughs> man, I, you know, I just uh, woke up, so we're ready to talk about some Tekken and Evo. That's wow, you and at. James should get lunch together sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe breakfast? 3 a.m. Yeah, lunch. I know, right? Hey, your schedule is almost as bad as mine. Jesus. It's okay. pretty bad. Yeah. How did that happen? You haven't even... You were in Vegas, right? Like, it's not you're in, not going to other continents. That's part of the reason why my sleep schedule is upside down. Yes, I was just in Las Vegas for WSOE. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that right. makes sense. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. maybe uh -huh. in a different yeah. way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, how, how, how's everything going? Uh, it's crazy, man. I've been looking over, like, all the brackets and looking over past EVO results and everything, and this... This year at Evo is just going to be ridiculous for Tekken. Well, it's before it's we been get, like that every year. Before but, we get before we get started, I just want to oh. say a couple of things. One, I think you and Tasty Steve have been killing it, and really, honestly, feel like you two and Markman are one of the reasons why the game gets more popular every single time, every single year. And secondly, I mean, God, how crazy is it to <laughs> see Tekken growing every single year like this? I mean, how? Like I know you've been playing Tekken forever. It's been this has been your baby forever, and this might mm -hmm. arguably be the most popular Tekken has ever been. Like, how does that make you feel as a Tekken fan? Yeah, without a doubt, this is the biggest Tekken has ever been, ever. As far this as is like I've the golden age of Tekken, it feels without a doubt, right? Like, I mean, Tekken Three was the last time it felt anywhere close to this, and that was in like the 1990s. Okay, so it's, <laughs> it's been it's been like over 20 years since it's been like sure, this. Surely, surely uh, you were not alive for that. 
No, I mean, I'm like 17 right now. So oh, yeah, I have of course, no of idea what that uh, was like. Maybe that's what I hear about on, on the screen internet. Here. There's no way it was you. Yeah. <laughs> nope, couldn't have been me. Uh, but yeah, thank you, James, you know, about the commentary. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know about that. Like, I, I feel like commentary scales based on the competition. So, you know, as long as the matches are good, the commentary is just really easy yeah, to do. Yeah, that's, that's true. And the matches have just been delivering, like, tournament <laughs> yeah, after tournament. It's sure. just been ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that, that's been my experience as just a viewer, too. Um, I used to go get lunch during Tekken. Dude, mm-hmm. I got, I got mm-hmm. dinner, you know, lunch, I would whatever. Sleep yeah, uh-huh. I know. And now, everybody. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and now it's... Oftentimes, the game that I look forward to the most, even though it's not a game that I play, yeah. it's super hyped to watch. I mean, in my heart, I wanted Tekken to close Evo this year, mm. but just you know, Smash's numbers, obviously, you got to reward that game. But like, just the way Tekken has been so hype and so energetic and just so crazy, like I would have loved to have seen Evo close out with Tekken this year. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, hey, like, let's talk about storylines, right? Sure. Yeah, the storylines. Uh, dude, there's a ton, but I think the big one has to be Arslan Ash. And knee. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Arslan Ash, if you guys haven't heard, he's this player from Pakistan who takes this like crazy 30-hour flight to get to Evo Japan, where there's literally killers from everywhere, right? Because it's in the center of Asia, you know, mm-hmm. central of the competition in Asia. Yeah. And he just beats everybody, and he wins Evo Japan. Everyone's like, "What the hell? Pakistan has Tekken players." <laughs> uh, and then since then, that's been a storyline. You know, he he gets flown out to Japan. He has a bunch of first attends with a bunch of top players. And basically smokes everyone. You know, him and Knee go a little bit back and forth in the first to tens. But other than that, like in tournament, he's undefeated against Knee. The only other tournament he's been to, I think, was Tiger Uppercut, and he got first place there as well. Now, for WSOE this past weekend, he was, I think he lost his passport, ends up flying in late, has to start off the tournament in loser bracket, and loses immediately to Jimmy J. Cram. Oh. So yeah. it was this weird situation. He goes home with seventh place at WSOE, but he's still staying in uh, Vegas now. Yeah. You know, he's training with Knee and everything, and they're just getting ready for Evo. And it's, he's the only person who can really stop Knee. And Knee right now is the guy who's winning everything, right? Like right. this is well, Knee's. Uh, his it's the new era of Knee essentially again. He's not, like not, been not, the best for so long, but yeah. Sorry to interrupt here, but um, is it true that you know people in Pakistan even say that Arshad Ash isn't even the best player in Pakistan, right? Or is he the yeah. best player? That's what I've heard, you know, and like. I think it's kind of it's it's a situation where people in their local scenes perform at a certain level, but internationally you get varied results. You know, yeah, like the yeah, person yeah. who is your best in your scene that doesn't do as well happen. internationally, something like that. Um, but you know, I will say that Kuro Kuro and Chikorin, who are top Japanese players, they went down to Pakistan, I think this past week, and they've been running sets with a bunch of the Pakistan players, and they have been getting beat up. So it's <laughs> so I, like shocking. I watched like, a bunch of that. Shocking. I watched a bunch of that, and this one dude. 10 owed Chikorin. Chikor- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah. Awais Honey, if I recall correctly. And he, yeah, his, his Akuma was actually incredible. And that's the thing. I think they have a lot of good Akuma and Geese experience down there. So mm-hmm. I think that they're going to be very strong against those characters. And mm-hmm. Geese Howard right now is one of the best characters in the game. I think he's a character that a lot of people are looking at like, but, this but, character will definitely be in top 8. We might have more than one of them. But didn't Geese get nerfed into Oblivion, though? I mean, come Not on. Not even close. <laughs> Brosetran needs to shut up, you know? Like, he's always out there. Ugh, such, That's the metagame. It's such a response thing, you know? But <laughs> speaking of Brosetran, he's going to be at EVO this year. And Ooh. he hasn't competed at EVO in quite a while. And the thing about Bronson, as you know, he's a back-to-back national champion for Tekken 4 and 5. Yeah, but... Yeah. 
he's never ever won evolution. He, the maximum place he's ever gotten is second, second. place. Yeah. So that means yeah, he that... he might have a match where he gets destroyed that I can put in a trailer. Like I have oh, to yeah. make a trailer this mm -hmm. year just so I can continue that tradition. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited though because like, you know Bronson. I think he's always been one of the top American players. Yeah. Uh, despite not going to as many tournaments, but. Uh, after strong style, I'm a little concerned for him. He, he doesn't look like he's in top form for an international <laughs> tournament of this scale. Oh man! So who else should we be, should we be looking out for? Or unless are there other storylines you want to talk about first? Oh man, there is so much. Like I think the big deal this year is that there are just so many international regions that are covered. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously we've got the USA's top players like Anakin, Jimmy J. Tran, Shadow, uh, Lil Majin is coming back. Uh, Spiro Jin, Rick the Ruler had a great run at, uh, what's the tournament? CEO to second year, taking a lot of Korean players there. Rick's the, you know, with his close match against Knee at yeah, Combo Breaker. That's right. Uh, you know, Peeling and Bronson, of course. Mm, let me see. U.S. players, I'm, right, I'm, I'm running down a list. I made a big list of everyone I want to talk about. Uh, we've got some <laughs> Filipino players that are coming. Dojin and AK right. are going to be here. Book from Thailand, he made top five at EVO last year. He's going to be back. Uh, of course, oh yeah, Sora from UAE. He was the guy who won IESF last year. He has his visa approved. He's going to be at EVO. And that's, this is someone that everyone's very excited to see. Cool. He's another regular gin player. His name is Sora, S-O-R-A. Okay. Uh, so he's going to be someone to look out for in the brackets. He's someone who could potentially cause a lot of upsets. Uh, you know, and then if you go over to like Korea, of course, you've got every heavy hitter you can possibly imagine that you've heard of in the last few years is coming. You know, JDCR, Saint, Nee, Rangchu, the, you know, the former champ. Kudan's runner-up last year, TWT former champ. Katkoma, Ulsan, who's been oh winning a lot of tournaments my. lately. Uh, Chanel, Cherry Berry Mango, John Ding, Dimeback, iMusician, you know, just, it, the list goes on and on. It's, well, it's bananas. Let me, let me ask you this. So obviously the storyline has always been that Korea dominates everything. Now obviously Pakistan is coming out of never, but do you feel like also US, EU, Japan have all also kind of caught up to Korea? Is Korea not as dominant as it used to be? I think the problem is that the, the skill level, I, I feel like overall like Korea... Did we lose you, Rip? I can't... Hey, you cut out, dude. Yeah, you said overall Korea, and then we lost you, Rip. He's still blinking green over there. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We can't hear you anymore, Rip. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, yeah, he's gonna yeah. reset here. Yeah. Uh, are you back? Can you hear us? Rip. Now is this? Oh, hey! yeah, there we go, there All we right. go. Okay, that was scary. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you said overall Korea. Sure. So, overall Korea, um, their skill level, like, I feel like everyone's kind of catching up for sure, right? Okay, but okay. I, it, I, at the highest level of the game currently, anyone can beat anyone, but the top guys are still Nii, Arslan Ash, and JDCR, he's up there now. Mm. Uh oh. Did we lose you again? We sure did. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he just put a it. sad face in the chat. <laughs> All right, Rip, how fast can you type? Yeah, I know, right? I, I, can, we'll type, I can type pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, the Koreans okay. are the Koreans are coming after you, Rip. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, they, they, they don't want me to tell everyone that the world is catching up to them. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, also the players from Japan I want to mention, you know, of course, you know, you got guys like Nobi, Naroma, 
uh, Chikorin, who of course is you know getting beat up in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. uh, Take, who's made top eight every year except for last year, is going to be back as well. Dang. Bots, who's made top eight Horang before, is going to be back. And just there's, there's I think I, I didn't count them all, but there's over 20 Japanese players for Tekken. Uh, I just when you look at the list of Japanese players and Korean players, and you're like, how how is anyone else supposed to make the top eight here? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> now now I'm, I mean I'm just going to ask this question early. Do you mm -hmm. do you feel like Arslan Ash is the favorite right now? Do you feel like he's going to take this? I think that he should really make top eight, like guaranteed. Okay. But it's Evo, and there are just so yeah. many killers here that mm -hmm. you know he, he did lose a match at Evo Japan. He lost. He was in the loser bracket. He had to fight his way back through it. Uh, and apparently that player was a very mixed-up base player, like with Kazuya. So he just was kind of going fifty-fifty on him all day. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if he runs into someone like that who can just kind yeah. of uh, put him in the blender out. and mix him up, yeah. yeah, you know, like anything can happen. And yeah. with so many killers out of Evo, you just really can't predict it. So Nineteen hundred uh, players. One of them you run into yeah. could be that way. So. Mm -hmm. and, but I think like the expected grand finals should be Knee versus Arslan Ash. The wild cards here are Kudans, who can take out Knee, uh, that we haven't really seen play against Arslan Ash. Uh, you know, I think Arslan Ash beat him at EVO Japan, but that was like the first time, and Kudans is one of those guys, he goes back and watches it, and he's like, alright, okay. I got this guy next time. So Kudans we also haven't seen on the Tekken World Tour this year. He's been kind of chilling. Mm. Uh, he won this big Saudi Arabia tournament, so he won like 60 grand. He's like, all right, I'm just going to take a break <laughs> for a while. Uh, but he's coming back for EVO, so that's exciting. Okay. You know, and another region I forgot to mention uh, earlier, South America is coming. Abel Del Maestro, who had some, a crazy run last year, he's going to be at EVO this year. I think this is going to be his first EVO. El Negro, uh, formerly from Venezuela, I think now he lives actually somewhere in the USA. He's also going to mm. be here as well. So... It's crazy. And also EU. I forgot to mention EU. Super Akuma, Fergus, King right. J, uh, right. Yopalix, Harry Potter, Reinhardt, of course. Uh, and this guy, Ivaro Akon, who's a lay player, who did really well at EVO a few years ago. He's back because lay is obviously finally back in the game. Yeah. <laughs> so That's there's cool. a, lot of, uh, a lot of killers, a lot of potential here. Um, I'm, yeah, it's, just, it's going to be a ridiculous tournament. <laughs> oh, even Australia. I forgot. Australia and New Zealand. Uh, Dion Gray, Fade, Brown Man, Aiken. Uh, who's the top Mishima player down there? Cool. Alchemist, very knowledgeable commentator as well. Uh, Wreck, a really good Horang player. Cool. All these guys are gonna be here. So yeah, just you know, and Tekken Master from Asia, as you mentioned. You know, he's uh, everyone's gonna be here. Nice, nice. Now, how big of a storyline do you think it would be if Arslan Ash could win this? Oh, that would be huge, right? Because he literally like exploded onto the scene at Evo Japan. Like Ni had gone to a tournament down in Pakistan before and lost to him. And everyone's like, oh, you know, Ni really? was tired. He he had his trophies just destroyed at Green Arcade, so his mind wasn't all there. Oh, I uh, you know, so oh. right. And so, you know, a lot of people like make a lot of excuses for him. And then Arsenal Nash comes to Evo Japan and beats him and it's like, yo, now what? You know? <laughs> uh, uh, and so if he comes back and wins again, uh, you know, back to back Evo's attempts, uh, you know, Evo Japan, Evo right. Vegas. Right. That'll be ridiculous. Um, yeah, and, he, and of course, Evo this year is back on the Tekken World Tour. It's going to be a Master Plus event. That's right. So if Arts and Ash wins this, he's right. basically already qualified. It's basically Good. an auto qualifier. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I, I just want to take the, like kind of like a little sidetrack here, but shout outs to Sherry Jennings and, and, and E Fight Pass. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because they were the ones that got Arslan Ash the, 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 the passport and the, and the visa, visa to get into the United States. Otherwise, he wouldn't even have been able to make it to, to, to USA. So, mm -hmm. honestly, shout out to the E Fight Pass crew. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how visas work, but. You know, whatever they're doing, it's working because uh, I, I don't even know. He, he's making it out everywhere. Yeah, those are complex. Yeah, Man. yeah, super cool. 
Mm-hmm. Well, anything else to say about Tekken? Uh, I guess, you know, the only thing I'm like a little bit concerned about is like every year so far, this is Tekken's fifth year at Evo. Tekken 7's Tekken 7. Right, fifth yeah, year yeah. at Evo. And, you know, we've always had one USA rep make it in to the top eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. We have a good chance this year. You know, we've got Jimmy J. Tran, Anakin, Cuddlecore's playing phenomenal. Uh, but I'm, I'm concerned because it's, it's getting harder and harder. You know, the competition is <laughs> growing. And, you know, the top eight's always more exciting when we have at least one U.S. guy to root for. So that's where, that's where my fingers are crossed. I mean, maybe we'll get multiple this year. That would be sick. Yeah, going yeah, down. Maybe we can do go it. up. You got to believe, Rip. I mean, come yeah, on, you got to believe? Okay. All right, yeah, we're going to get multiple this year. That's going to be awesome. You guys don't want to miss it. <laughs> Are, are you entering? I I am entering. I have a, a Japanese Nina player in my pool, so that should be interesting. Uh, and I think to get for me my path to make top eight, I just got to beat like Chikorin and Arsenash or something. No oh, problem. Okay. Easy. Yeah. You basically yeah. got an invitation right I'm just there. Fifty fifty. All of them. Sure. Right. <laughs> be. So. Oh man. Sick. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, anything else that you wanted to add for Tekken? No, man, you guys want to thank everyone for supporting the game so much, of course. As you guys mentioned, yeah. this is kind of the golden age of Tekken right now. Uh, you know, I don't remember if Tekken's ever been on after Street Fighter at an EVO before. Uh, it I may mean, have once in the past or something. But I mean, Street Fighter's, like, time, closed you know? every EVO ever except for, like, Marvel. Marvel too, yeah, uh-huh, but... Right, so, I mean, you know, like, I'm just... It's a good time to be a Tekken fan. Um, yeah. You know, and, and honestly, you know, as far as the Sunday finals go, in terms of order, being second to last is it's kind of the best spot. You know, like, you're not last, everyone's not tired and going home and trying to drive home early or whatever or fly out. So I, I like the spot. I'm, I'm real happy with everything. Cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, well, have man. a blast. Thanks so much for joining mm-hmm. us, dude. Yep, you guys have a good one. Catch you you next too. Time. Thank you very much. Peace. All right. That's cool. All right, so... Ow! It's Cat. Yeah, Cat is jumping on me. Uh, oops, I'm typing this. We're going to try to get our next guest up here, so... That's right. Up next, we are going to be talking about... Super Smash Brothers. That is correct. The game that is absolutely closing out uh, Evo right now. And, uh, oops, I don't have his picture here. Why don't I have his picture? Let us get him. Nor him in the voice channel. Yep, I'm trying to find him right now in the voice channel. Uh, but let me make sure I get this. Well, oh, dang, nice. That's a good picture. Get that in there. Throw it under the border. Hey, kitty go. cat. That's a good girl. Uh, I should have messaged Bam a little earlier. That well, I mean, that's all right. You want to maybe take a break and we'll yeah, set okay. this yeah, up yeah, while yeah. we're Let's do that. on break? Let's do that. Cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're going to do that then. Okay. So we're going to take a short break, and hopefully we'll get this set up. We'll be back talking about Smash. After that, we'll be talking about Sam Show and then Street Fighter. Right. Stick around. Be right back. All right, welcome back to the Tuesday show. We, as we said before, are covering Evo 2019 all night tonight. We've gone through six of the nine games so mm-hmm. far, and now the seventh is going to be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Seventh and biggest. Definitely biggest. Second sure. biggest yeah. at Evo ever, right? 3,526 yeah. players. More than Smash 4 plus Melee combined last year, and second only in history to the 5,000 plus at Street Fighter Five. Which, which I still feel like is more of an anomaly. Oh, yeah. So this, I feel like, is kind of more the... Like, it might happen next year, too. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This is, like, the legit biggest tournament ever. Anyway, what's up, Bam? 
Bam of the people. What's going, What's going on? on? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah. Of course, of course. So, obviously, huge year for Smash. Closing out EVO. 3,500 players. What do you feel like that EVO is now a Smash tournament? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, I think for a lot of, like, a lot of full and the upper echelon in the community, they've kind of recognized for in like recent years that Smash has been really kind of helping a lot of the some of these rest of these uh, FGC like tournaments like kind of work and go around and so like we've always had these kind of numbers and it's kind of nice to have us finally under one banner here and mm. even though you have uh, people who are a little upset with Melee not being there you still have a lot of people who are Melee veterans who went ahead and actually are participating and they want to be an ultimate and the numbers show that so yeah. it's pretty exciting it's really exciting for us um, the game's in a really good place um, ultimate's really nice and Nintendo is doing a bit more than they usually do so mm. I think the numbers are indicative of that no obviously uh Hero is not going to be legal, even though he just yeah. came out today. But yeah. uh, what I've been hearing a lot of is that Joker is really, really strong in the game. Yes. Joker is a really strong character. Uh, hes I don't think he's too overbearing. I think overall, this game, for having 70-plus characters, is extremely, extremely balanced. Cool. Like It's absolutely insane how balanced this game is okay. in comparison. So um, that's what, even when a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, this char character is so busted and all those things, a lot of times like you have to deal... We have a big casual aspect of Smash, and so sometimes that kind of carries over it. But people, most people understand like on the like, higher level that this game is fairly well balanced, and like even Joker, he's not, you know, strictly the best like no matter what you know there's not there's not this huge disparity between him and another character and there's definitely a lot of characters around like people are kind of circulating through their top 10 and so yeah i think that really speaks to the balance as well too okay cool so i mean wasn't there just like a bowser in a grand finals recently or yeah something like that bowser beat like one of the top three player in the world so that's like, awesome you know yeah like it can't can't be that bad, you know. So, right. so, so right now, I mean, are we expecting to see a huge character variety in like top thirty-two at this point? I believe so. Uh, yeah. I think one of the crazy things, of course, it's a new game. That's when all people come out with all the tech. Uh, it's the first time Ultimate's going to be at Evo, and you're going to have staggering numbers. Uh, you also have a huge uh, influx of Japanese talent coming, uh, yeah. and uh, when it comes to Smash, the Japanese players have always just been like really. I mean, I think it's that across the board. They've always been, like, great character specialists, and you have a ton of them coming in. And, again, the game is really balanced, so there's a lot of characters. If you don't understand certain nuances about them, you can get run over. And that's the, kind of the biggest thing here. So I do think that we're going to see quite a variety in the top 32, and I think we're going to see actually a lot of upsets from people because people just haven't played someone with that skill level okay. to attend them with these characters. So it's going to be really interesting. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else major in terms of sort of larger storylines? So the one of the biggest storylines is so far it's been that MK Leo has been uh, by far the best player in the mm -hmm. world, okay, okay. and he has been dominating a ton of people, a ton of tournaments. He's been <laughs> winning the majority of tournaments easily. Uh, however, just recently at Smash Factor in Mexico, uh, that you know where uh, MK Leo resides, yeah. He was beaten by the top three person in the world, uh, Mars from Panda oh, Global. Okay. So okay. that's 
Yes, so that's a that's actually a pretty big development. Uh, usually, if you look at their track record, I think now with those two sets that you won, he got a double eliminated uh, MKLeo. Oh, wow. okay. on Mars. So yeah, it wasn't so... even just like a one-time, like, okay. ooh, yeah. I played out of my so, mind, you know. Yeah, it was definitely he learned something. Okay, so, sick. Uh, I think that's a really interesting development, especially so close to Evo. Now, some people, of course, are going to say, you know, was he giving out all his cards, knowing full well that he was going to go up against this kind of opponent, knowing that he has odds to run into him uh, in, at Evo as well. Okay. And who knows? But, um, <laughs> Dude, I think, you right. know, yeah, 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 you know if you want to say that story, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Live your dream. But, you know, for me, it's you look at their, like, set count. So their set count right now, including those wins now, is 5-3. And before, they would have a lot of really close games, really, really close games uh, time and time again. And so, like I said, I felt like there's, there's a little few things, uh, especially when it came to kind of recoveries and stuff for uh, Mars and just trying to finish, like figure out how to get those kills, not allowing him to live a too long percentage. It seems like Mars has gotten a lot better at that, and so I think that's the reason why he was able to take those two okay. sets convincingly now, so uh, really thought stuff for him MK and Leo, well mk leo plays joker who does mars play yes so mars plays zero suit samus oh, okay okay so that's his uh, primary character a character that some people are kind of on the fence about some people think this character is very very strong some people think the character is a mid-tier and not that great okay um mm. the character doesn't really have very autumn like very automatic like polarizing attributes like you look at the character like oh this character's kind of good but then you look at their the speed overall like the the quickness of the soup the jumps like mm -hmm. for the mid-air jump the regular jump uh the general speed the dash for this character the overall frame data for this character and you realize that even though there's not like really overbearing combos that you see maybe from some of these other characters that people are considering top tier you don't see these stocks uh, necessarily melt like these other characters, overall the character is really great and deals with disadvantage very, very well, unlike any other character. Okay. And so I think that's why you've seen Mars uh, able to climb the ranks along with uh, him just being a very talented individual. So, okay. yeah, Zersu Samus is doing some things. Now, now, obviously Ultimate is still relatively new, right? So do yeah. people still feel like there's a lot for you know people to figure out? Do you feel like some people might have been saving stuff for evo and like all of a sudden like crazy tech is going to come out of nowhere or do you feel like all the other super events have already kind of given us most of the things that we that we expect to see oh no there's definitely some people sitting in the lab off in some <laughs> basement somewhere and they're going to come out with some stuff i <laughs> guarantee that i mean there's a lot of characters right now too that have already been like quite strong the thing about it is like when it comes to the character being properly represented by like a top level player, it just hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. One of the characters in particular, Ken. Ken is actually really good in this game. Sick. Like obscenely, yeah, he's pretty sick. Okay. And he he like literally can just delete stocks. His, <laughs> his combo game is insane. So um, I, he's a character too that can yeah. shield break a lot of characters. Mm -hmm. And so that's something, like if you block him, like he can he can just destroy your shield, or like he can shield poke you, which means like. Shielding is not even an option against him. Uh, he has a auto turnaround mechanic that also helps him when you try to do go for cross-ups. Right, right. So that's like really, really good. And he's a character who has a lot of kill power. And if you, like I said before, if you don't know what some of these characters are doing, you will get blown up. And a lot of this stuff, you can still know what you're doing and still get blown up. <laughs> it's really, you know, so you have a couple Kens who are coming over from Japan. 
a lot of the Ken players in general have been leveling up too. So I do think that character is going to come out with a lot of tech. Ice Climbers, they've always been waiting in the wings. They've always got crazy grab combos that grab you once and that's the end of your life. And that's something that's been, you know, since uh, Melee. And then now right. they're back and they still have the same stuff. Despite Nintendo's best efforts, they, the Ice Climbers always find a way. Nice. You know? <laughs> so I always love that. I always love seeing their stuff. Me because too. Everyone's just like, oh, they shouldn't have that anymore. It's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you think you've nerfed uh, the Ice Climbers yep. down, they'll find a new thing to make them good. Absolutely, absolutely. So... There are definitely a couple characters that have uh, quite a bit of, just quite a bit of tools that we haven't really seen, you know, given to a top level talent. And so I think that we're going to see a lot of crazy stuff happening at EVO. Well, okay. Talk to me about other than Leo and Mars, who are other people to look for? Uh, So besides those guys, uh, of course, we also have Tweak. So Tweak right now Mm -hmm. is number two. However, Mm -hmm. he's been having a lot of, a lot of high and lows. It oh. just seems that he's been going through a character crisis, and so he keeps switching from different characters. Originally, he was using Wario, then you saw him with Young Link, then he was going with Roy, I did and he just really couldn't find himself a solid footing. Until fairly recently, he was able to actually take victory at low-tier City 7 against Mars, and uh, utilizing Pokemon Trainer. Oh, wow. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. And he feels really comfortable with that character. That, I think that character fits his face, uh, his playstyle a lot more, cool. and it's just like the character can do so many things. Like Squirtle, super awesome, super fast character, quick rushdown, um, slow down. You have Ivysaur that's kind of like this hybrid, like a zoner slash grappler, and then you just have like the heavy bruiser type going with Charizard, right. and uh, he just seems to be able to use them very, very well. Cool. Um, he's like got a lot of under, better understanding than most people when it comes to their defensive habits, and the character has been on the rise as of late too. You have people like Wishes, uh, you, and uh, a couple other players too have been doing really, really well with Pokemon Trainer, and now you have number two in the world actually coming out the bat with that. So Ooh, that's going to be wow. really exciting to see him. Um, actually, before we get into some other players, I mean, some people in the chat are mentioning Leffen because Pokemon Trainer kind of brought up, yeah. but that makes me just want to ask a question. Like, is there a top, like, 50-ranked melee player who has the potential to do some damage here in Smash Ultimate? I say that uh, you have... So, you have Wizrobe, who's been... Oh, okay. He's yeah. been playing this game quite a bit. I mean, this guy is an incredible talent in virtually every Smash game. Right. Okay. You okay. know, he's, he's been a threat in 64, in melee. Uh, he, he's like, you know, someone did some things in Brawl. Uh, was playing a little Smash Four as well. And now he seems like he's picking up the speed now in Ultimate. Yeah, and so he's someone who I definitely feel like has a potential there. Uh, you also have a Panda Panda Global's own Plup. Plup mm. is very, very, very good at this game, and I think that it comes down to him kind of getting some of that understanding. Because when you look at Ultimate, it's much more of a hybrid of Smash Four right. and Melee, and so I think that a lot of times certain Certain skill sets that people would favor in melee, those will, like edge guarding, all those kind of things, of course the melee players are going to be really good at that, and they're going to be able to implement that far easier than the Smash 4 content parts. Makes sense. However, there's some others, other things in Smash 4 that they just, certain nuances they don't know yet, as well as having such a huge, like you have a divergence of, in melee you're looking at four or five characters in those matchups around there. You know, you're looking at now 70 characters, and you have, right now, like 30, 40 of them are viable, you know? So it's something where it's a lot of matchups, 
a lot of different nuances that melee people aren't really familiar with. And so I think that's just going to take time for him to learn it. But okay. if he does, I think that he will be such a threat. Already he plays a lot of the top talent in Ultimate already. And he's taking games, taking socks. He's training with these guys. Yeah. And so it really comes down to a lot of these guys if they really want to do their due diligence and actually move forward in Ultimate. Because I think there's quite a bit of players in melee that can do so. There's a lot of things that carry over. But again, a lot of people... If you play melee, you play melee. <laughs> that's right, like usually yeah. how it goes. For it's sure. been changing a bit with ultimate, but that's still a strong component there. Well, um, we're starting to run out of time here, but uh, are there other players that you wanted to highlight, or is, there, or is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Like, oh yeah, like EU players. Did we talk about EU players already, or anything like that? Oh no, no we didn't. So uh, we do have Gluttony. So Gluttony oh, yeah, has course, been, yeah. So he has always been a dominant player. He means Wario. He has done fairly well. He actually did really well at Smash, Smash Factor, the event, again, that just happened last mm -hmm. weekend. And so I think that he's on course to blow some people up, too. His character is very scary as well. Like if you like, it's kind of almost like a... I would call him like the heavyset version of Jigglypuff, where he's just oh. like... He is yeah, able to, okay. with his waft, delete stocks as well, too. He's really... Cool. a Like, his aerial mobility... It's just something that's still like even in Smash, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's just yeah, it's like people just aren't really used to having that level of air mobility, right. be able to weave through the air yeah. you know, so easily. So cool. I think that he's someone who's also going to do really well. Uh, and you also have Shuton from Japan, who arguably could be one of the best, in, like top three in the world too. It just happens that he's in Japan primarily, mm -hmm. and he's not really traveling, unfortunately, okay. uh, not many players in Japan have any sponsorships when it comes to Smash. So a lot of these guys, it's their own money, so they're just not traveling as much. Sure. And so when they come out in droves like this, you might find out, oh, yeah, this dude has just been sitting there this whole time, and he comes over and just blows everyone up, and it's like, all right, we got to look at everything. you got to change everything, because a lot of times our, right now are basically the, the Panda Global rankings that we have yeah. Those basically are really Western centered, mm. so okay. it, it yeah, it, we could very much see some of these other threats from Japan, right. um, even players Ooh. coming from Mexico are very very talented as well too. Come out here and blow people up, and it's ultimate. It's still a new game, so there's not ever no one's safe. No one's safe. <laughs> okay, so cool man. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And and how does it feel? Like I said, I mean, one more time, just like to close out Evo. You know, to have Smash be the final game at Evo. It's amazing. Um, I think a lot of us did not think it would happen, even though we had the numbers. Right. Uh, a lot of people were like, "Oh, we're probably going to be second or third. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really great for us. I do think there's a slight concern about viewership because it's going to be later. But uh, good. we'll 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 see how that goes. Yeah, I think all, all in all, it's it's an honor to actually be able to be first and yeah. or I mean finish off last and, yeah. and just close out the show. And so I hope that everyone just brings their A game. I think that when you are put in that kind of position, you want to like, respect the fact that you've been put last mm -hmm. and you're supposed to close out the show. And so usually people tend to play better. Uh, people tend to be more hype and <laughs> stuff so. too, so I'm excited for that as well. It's very, it's very well deserved. It, it would have been absurd, I think, if it had not been Smash, considering that it just has so many more players than right. anything else. So, yeah. right, I'm, right, I think that's the right call. I'm really happy about it. But yeah, same here. Cool, man. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, no, thank you. I always appreciate you guys, dude. Yeah, 
Very nice of you to join us. Much obliged. All right. Well, that is it for Smash. And we only have two games remaining now. Yes. We're going to next talk about Samurai Showdown. And do you have a portrait for our next guest? Uh, yeah, it's right. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got this. Okay, got okay, this, all right. Let's this, 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 do this. Uh, so for our next guest... <laughs> There we go. You got to screenshot it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, you did not miss it. Samurai Showdown is what we're going to talk about now. Uh, yeah. We have talked about seven of the nine games. Talk about SF5 last. So, yeah. James Chen, thanks for joining us. Much obliged. <laughs> Very nice of you to do so. Yeah, I've been following a lot of Samurai Showdown. I've been playing it a lot, just talking with everybody. Uh, I figured we could bring someone like Olaf or Cory on, but we would have all said the same thing because all three of us are talking about the game constantly. Okay, cool. Anyway, so uh, basically right now, I feel like the main storylines for Samurai Showdown, one, the game is brand new. Yeah, right? very The game new. is super new, right? And what's actually been really interesting is that the tiers are changing a lot. Okay. Like it, it keeps shifting. Okay. Characters that we thought were terrible at first, like ya, ya, like Yashimaru, right. uh, have turned out to be just like, they're super good, right? So there's been a lot of variants. And outside of like the three or four characters that are at the bottom of the list, like everybody else is super viable in okay. this game. And because of the nature of the game, matchups matter a lot in this game for so sure, for you know sure, yeah. so it's one of those situations where it's like oh this character's top tier that means they beat everybody below that's not even yeah, necessarily yeah. true because sense. there's just certain matchups that just kind of change things up however even on top of all that the second main storyline going in here is genjiro right okay because he even though as good as everybody is there's genjiro so i watched a little bit of the tournament that you did yeah, a restream yeah, uh-huh, of, right? Uh-huh. Was it six Genjiros in top eight? Six Genjiros in top six. eight. Six. Now... Bomber. It was single elimination, but it wasn't one oh. match, so it's still two out of three. So, you know, I think in a two out of three environment probably favors Genjiro a little bit more. Mm. Now, the thing about Genjiro, though, is that everybody knows he's the best character. Okay. Everybody. Like, there's like no... If anybody out there was like, I don't think Genjiro is that... I mean, you're not playing the game. Like, that's how I feel right now. So, in a situation, I feel like everybody's gonna have Genjiro experience. You know what I mean? That makes and sense. what you're gonna end up with is probably just a lot of people who are decent with Genjiro, and they may upset a few people here and there, but I feel like a lot of the other character specialists are going to be able to beat those Genjiros. The matchups are not so bad. You, you were saying it's a very matchup-heavy game. Yeah, it's a matchup-heavy. So, for example, I actually personally think the second best character is Charlotte right now. Okay. And I think Charlotte fights Genjiro pretty well. Okay. I think that's an even matchup. I feel like Jubei does decently against Genjuro. You know, uh, Haomaru can fight him decently and stuff. So, you know, it's not like Genjuro just outright deletes all the okay. other characters in the game. And, you know, it's interesting. It's it's a very SNK game in which I feel like the system mechanics really kind of balance a lot of things out, mm. right? So any match can be lost because you poked one time and they deflected you and then went to Super Special and you died. You right, lost right, 80% right. of your life. You know, having said that, do I expect mostly Genjiro's in top eight? 
maybe three, maybe four. Okay. Maybe five. Oh, I don't yeah? know, okay. you know, who knows? Like, I want to be optimistic and say, like, three, yeah. you know, but, I mean, he's definitely going to be the most represented character there, in my opinion, uh, in the top eight, because he's just, he's super, he, he's, what the way that me, Olaf, and Corey describe it is he's privileged. It's just like right. his uppercut doesn't have the delay I, that a lot of other sure, people totally do. His fireball recovers super fast, so he can actually play a fireball right, right. uppercut game. You know, it's like his command throw is further than most command throws and has a shorter whiff than most characters do. You know, so it's, his universal overhead is a hop and knocks down. Right. Like before, it was like, oh, look, Jubei has this, but so does Genjuro. You know, right. it's like everything that a good character can have, Genjuro has it. Throw in the weapon flip is super easy with right. him. When he has no weapon, he's not even that bad, you right. know, and stuff like that. So he's just so overall, every small thing is that much, is that yeah. good that they add up to something that just makes it so that you have a hard time fighting him. But again, if you know the character well enough, you can take him on decently. Is so. there a feeling in the Sam Show community that the game kind of people's people's impressions of the game will be made by Evo Top 8 in potentially a positive or negative way depending on how it goes yeah a lot of people are kind of worried about that a lot of people yeah. are worried about the Genjuro thing yeah. the nice thing about it is that SNK has said that they're not going to balance the game before Evo because they don't want to just hey balance and I'm, go I'm glad, have yeah. that yeah so we prefer it that way sure but, you know, as we were talking with Mr. Aquaman, we don't want an alien or Tanya kind of situation. That could definitely happen yeah. here. But still, like I said, I just feel like that there's going to be enough character specialists out there that hopefully, you know, not that I'm saying I hope all Genjiro players die, you know, but, like, hopefully we'll get a decent variety up there. Because, I mean, even right now when you talk to different people... Everybody has a different, like, outside of Genjiro, yeah. like, two through five is, like, different. For okay, them. Some people cool. are like, Yoshitora is amazing, and some people are like, ah, you okay. know, some people are like, I don't know about Halomaru, and some people are like, are you crazy? How <laughs> Super good yeah. character, you know, so it's, even, like, someone like Tam Tam, who originally was clearly, like, the best, yeah. and then Genjiro got better, and now Tam Tam, in a lot of people's eyes, isn't even necessarily top four. Really? Oh, wow. Ukiyo has dropped down. He's not even, like, top five okay. for a lot of people. So, you know, there is a, a, lo a lot of little shifts here and well, there. Well, since it is such a new game, do you expect that, you know, as, as you asked, Pam, that people are going to come in and they have some new idea or tech Dude, or I whatever? I hope so. I really, <laughs> okay. really hope so. Because, I mean, I feel like... So, for example, like, uh, Ishamaru, right? Like, I don't know if it was necessarily Vai who kind of showed what he can do, but Vai has been, you know, like, how can you, how can this character yeah, not be that. the best? You know, and I know a lot of people have been starting to figure him out really well. Uh, Nako is a character that I've never really thought was super strong, but people are talking about how her dash and kick is really safe on block okay, you know, cool. compared to, like, everybody else. So is there going to be a surprise Nako out of nowhere? Maybe, you know. I mean, to be honest with you, there's not a ton of characters, and most of them yeah. are considered pretty strong, so uh, the only characters that, in my opinion, that if they just started winning a lot, that would shock people would be, you know, Kyoshiro, yeah, Shiki, yeah, yeah. Wu, and a little bit of Darlie as yeah. well, so those are kind of the four lower characters, but everybody else, like... Anybody who says Earthquake is not good or Hanzo is not good, they, they're, they're, they're not right. You know what I mean? Okay. They're all Fair very enough. capable of winning. So I just feel like it's hard to get shocked 
by someone coming into this game except those four characters out there. Like, if a darling just comes out and just starts like, wait, I didn't know this, the hammer yeah. did this, you yeah, know, okay. and was, like, destroying everybody. So Okay, well, talk to me about any other significant storylines going into this? Are there... Um, uh, I mean, obviously the newness factor is a big sure, one, right? Big so part. I'll get into this talking about the players as well, yeah. because uh, one of the storylines is there's just been no cross. You don't know. We, right. we, yeah, like we've hardly ever had a chance to play against each other. And, you know, Japan rates Galford super high, right? And U.S., I think we're starting to understand that, but I don't think we have him as like crazy, like just under Genjuro tier like mm. a lot of other people do. Okay. But Japan loves Galford, and like okay. he, he's obviously super good and... Like I said, I think we're starting to see why, but I'm really interested in seeing how a lot of the different, you know, styles match up. Having said that, that Japan tournament had six Genjuros in top eight. You know, so, and uh, Kazunoko being one of the only ones not playing Genjuro, he played Haumaru. Uh, but, uh, but he did win something yeah, he won with something. Haumaru. Yeah. With, um, he played Haumaru and then switched yeah, to Genjuro. Yeah, he switched to Genjuro. Versus know? fighting? Uh, was it versus fighting? Uh, yeah, it was versus fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I've seen, I've talked to at least three or four people already, and I'm sure there's going to be way more that are using all the other characters, and they're like, I think I'm going to have a pocket Genjuro for Evo because the, the character. You're a Genjuro player. Yeah, because Genjuro is just really, really strong. Well, okay, strong. fine. So characters, but since it's so new, mm -hmm. it's not just that, like, U.S. hasn't seen Japan. It's like mm -hmm. West Coast and East Coast haven't had much time yeah. to mix either. I mean, yeah. you just don't know who's good, really. Exactly. And, you know, it's go going in here, there's a lot of interesting storylines, right? Like one of the biggest, uh, I'm sorry, player storylines. Yeah, yeah. One of the most interesting ones is like Justin Wong, right? Okay. I mean, fundamental man. And like I said, Tam Tam isn't even necessarily as strong as he was before, but does it matter? Because okay. it's Justin Wong. Okay. And Justin Wong's... I mean, Tam Tam is just such a good... I mean, you know, you play I Tam do. Tam a little bit. He's such a good zoning character. He controls space For so sure. well. And, you know, as much as he can be defeated by deflects, like, Justin's one of those people that you're going to deflect him one time, and then his timing changes yeah, drastically yeah. for the whole time, and then you're just going to be sitting going, deflect, deflect, and then he sweeps you, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So uh, it's going to be really interesting. Justin, I think, is going to be one of the players to watch. I think he has a really good shot of doing really, really well. Because this game is all about feels and all about emotions, right? It's all about reads and, like, this. I feel like doing this because this feels like the right thing to do. I feel like Justin has always been one of the best at that, right? And so I feel like this game kind of go, goes right up his alley. Okay. So Justin is going to be one of the strong American players. I mean... Uh, we have a lot of strong people, and that's another weird thing too. Is that East Coast, West Coast, even in the states, that hasn't even, yeah, hasn't even had a chance. But you know, obviously, Aru, uh, Jonah are two of the strongest players from NLBC. Henry Sen. I hope Chris Hu is coming and mm. playing. I don't know if he's showing up because uh, he might. I haven't had a chance to check to see if he's in the bracket or not. He's obviously a family man, so it's harder for him to sure. travel at this point. On the West Coast, you know, Corey Bell has been doing really well. But Vi, Vi I wouldn't even be surprised if he snuck in there and, and made top eight. Uh, Kizzy K is really good. Eliver, Nerd Josh, yeah. uh, even Olaf has been doing really well. For I sure. mean, Olaf and Corey have been grinding this game. I mean, like, seriously, they've just hung out and been playing for That's like good. 48 hours in a row. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I've sat down with them and given them a bunch of Charlotte practice. Cool. Honestly, I feel like if I entered, I would do well. Okay. I, sweet, I really man. honestly feel. And the sad part about it is, I would be maining Charlotte, not Jubei. 
Because right, Charlotte is just so do, good. Do Charlotte is so, so good. So, those are some players from the U.S. Are there players from the EU that may be notable, or is that just not known uh, yet? I mean, I know Ryan Hart was playing, but, like, I... Again... Mr. Crimson, I believe. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be... It's just, you know, the beautiful thing about Samurai Showdown is it's not one of those games where you have to memorize, like, oh, is this move plus, minus, whatever kind of thing. So I feel like a lot of the players who are just going to be strong in general are just going to show up and just, like, be able to play really, really, really well. I personally don't know a lot of the EU guys who are focusing on the game, because, like, a lot of the guys that I just mentioned here in the States, like Corey and Aru and those guys, like, they are focusing on this game. Like, this is their number one game to the point where... even talking to Olaf, he's like, I don't even, maybe I'll just DQ myself out of the other games I entered, you know, because, like, wow. that's how important this game cool, is man. to them and stuff. So, you know, in Japan, uh, Harumi has a really, really strong Genjiro we saw in that tournament. Yeah. Kazunoko, of course, uh, you know, with the strong Haumaru uh, and sub Genjiro. Yeah. Dude, Pugera's Genjiro was really oh, Pugera, good. Cool, he man. is Genjiro during that tournament, and I mean, he looked really, really strong. Cool. And again, when we saw the stats, when we went over the stats like last week or two weeks ago, yeah. uh, you know, the crossover between Street Fighter Five and Samurai Showdown was huge, and yeah. Samurai Showdown had like the second most foreign entrance or something mm-hmm. like that. And I just have a funny feeling, like I, that's the scary thing for me in this game is I just feel like you're not safe against anybody sure. because Makes sense. we just not sure, you know. We don't have enough footage yet. We right, just don't right, have right, enough right. out there to say, okay, look out particular for this guy. Look out for Panpina, uh, Panpina I think it was his name, who won that tournament there. Okay. You know, I hadn't heard of him. Uh, we heard uh, Jushichi talk about Sanaru, the best Elton player. He was in that tournament, <laughs> and he was doing really well with uh, Yoshitora. Oh, sick. And so, you know, again, we're just going to have... I think one of the other storylines that I, I forgot to bring up is what Dragon Ball was last year is Samurai Showdown this year. We're getting players from all the different the scenes coming pot. here. Yeah, it's the melting pot game because it is such a good secondary game to learn. And so at this point in time, it feels like a free-for-all. You know, the names that everyone's going to be talking about as favorites, you know, Kazunoko, Justin, it's all been due to reputation. You know what uh, I mean? It's just uh, like uh, because uh. you just know how good they are. Uh-huh. And, you know, one name that I have to bring up because he's going to be at EVO and he's going to do well. And, you know, obviously we've talked about it in the past, you know, so I'm not going to get into it too much. But Infiltration is showing up to EVO this year. He's also using Genjiro. (laughs) And uh, clearly one of the smartest fighting game players of all time. Of course. Right. You know, he's just amazing fighting game mind and he's going to be there. And so... uh, a lot of people just like, he's going to make top eight. Like, how can he not make top eight? Is he going to win? I mean, I, it's, it's infiltration. It's hard yeah. to say that he's not going to win, okay. right? You know, so uh, it'll be kind of cool, though. But, I mean, already we've seen, for example, at Wednesday Night Fights, we had Vi versus Kizzy K, and I was like, I've never seen this play right, sure. human matchup, you know what I mean? So That's cool. we're going to get a lot of interesting crossover for that. Cool, man. So, yeah. Well, anything else you want to say about it? Or- um... I'm I'm excited to see if we don't get a lot of Genjiro's on top of it. I, I mean, like, it would be really it cool. It would be really cool if that kind of thing happened. And, you know, honestly... If it did not happen. Yeah, if it did not happen. The, the interesting part for me, and this is post-Evo kind of thing, like, Genjiro's going to get nerfed in a patch. Like, Obviously. clearly. 
But I feel like if they don't pay attention enough to Charlotte, that mm. she might actually kind of like... Because not a lot of people, not many people are talking about that character. Okay. And it's weird because a lot of these people that I mentioned, outside of Justin, so Justin did pick up Charlotte at some point, which is great because both me, Corey, and Olaf were like, play Charlotte. And he was like, I like Tam Tam. Then he tried Charlotte and was like, whoa, she's godlike. And we're like, see? So uh, not a lot of people are talking about her. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm winning really well with her. And I, I will not even lie that a lot of it is character you, you got to be honest, it. yeah. So, you know, um, Charlotte, I, I'm I'm hoping to see some Charlotte damage there at the tournament. Very cool. So. All right. Well, okay. I guess that's it for Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. which will be the finals at, what did I just say not very long ago? Uh, it's going to be the second to last four, Saturday. 4 p.m. Saturday. Yeah. 4 p.m. Saturday Pacific time. Right. And then that leaves one game, which is Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V, which means... Uh, here. There you go. Okay, so we're the Street Fighter V, obviously, here. And, uh... Yeah, I'm just confirming it is indeed 4 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Street Fighter V. Oh, uh, that's right. Henry Sen plays Charlotte as well. That's right. I've seen him do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At okay. NLBC. Okay. So, what do you want to talk about first when it comes to Street Fighter V? Number what, one... To you, the biggest storyline. The biggest storyline, clearly, this year is... We thought 2017 was the year of punk. Mm-hmm. We thought that was going to be the chance, the best chance for America to win. Maybe we were wrong. Is 2019 actually the year of punk and the best chance for America to win a major Street Fighter since four. I mean, the kid is ten years old. Like, it's going to be Street Fighter. It's going to be <laughs> United States' year for like the next thirty years. That yeah, he wants it I to know, be. right? But yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is this is definitely one year that it, it could be. Um, I think if you if Evo were to be earlier in the year, I think that I would have felt pretty confident in mm-hmm. saying that I thought it was Punk's time. Now, I mean, obviously he's still one of the best, but the way that Bonchan has been playing, I think that I'm a little bit less oh, convinced. Interesting. I mean, okay. if you if you look at the CPT points right now, Punk is just killing it. He has 31.95. The second is Tokido with 21.45. <laughs> it's a it's a huge disparity. Right. Um, but like I said, Bonchan has been really killing it. Uh, uh, Tokido's still right up there. Fujimura's up there. Fudo. How about Machibo turning it on? Dude, Machibo, I've always said, is the is the rising stock right now. Exactly. This is the one that you invest in right now. So Problem X won Evo last year. Mm-hmm. And and I think maybe for him, too, earlier in this year, I would have said, wow, Problem X, like, maybe, I don't know, a favorite, but certainly one of the top three to, re- to repeat, maybe? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would say that now, but it's it's not like a big downhill. I think it's more that well, it's more that there has been this come up of Bonchan Machibo. Yeah, you know that's to me that's felt and, like a stronger and again, phenomenon. Street Fighter Five is the, the the talent pool of Street Fighter Five. I don't want to say is like one of the hardest ones of all the fighting games, but it, it really is one of the hardest ones of the fighting games. Look, dude, I went through the bracket this morning, uh-huh. and I went through MK this morning, and as strong as I think the MK scene is now. There were lots of pools where I didn't know anybody, like I was right, saying earlier. Uh, and every single pool, Street Fighter V had at least one, mostly two, sometimes three people <laughs> who I thought could credibly get out of it. Right. It's, it is, even though it's gone down to, what is it, 1,951 
players. Uh -huh. That is a dense 1,951. Yeah. The fluff is gone. There's right not much now. fluff there. There's not much There really fluff. is not. But here's the thing, and you know, I'm not trying to be a homer here for Punk or anything like that, but Punk has this weird thing where he performs based on how much he kind of wants it. Like, you remember DreamHack? He was like, oh, I lost, whatever, but someone bragged about it, so then he was like, oh, I'm going to beat you now. I think it was now. Hot Dog. Yeah, uh-huh. Right? Yeah. yeah, Hot Dog had sent him to loser's side in top 16 Because he said he didn't care as much. And then, yeah, and then he... And well, I remember saying at the time, like, I don't think he's playing that well. Yeah, yeah, Punk. yeah. Uh -huh, and then uh -huh. the next day, Punk just destroyed everybody. Yeah. And we asked him, and he was like, yeah, I didn't like that, he's, that he was, like, celebrating that he yeah, beat yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. So I decided to care about it, and then I, <laughs> I won. Right. It was like, and, what he changed. And the one thing that I will say is that Punk has told me, like, he doesn't even care about Capcom Cup. Yeah. He only wants to win Evo. Like, right. that is his goal. Right. He wants to win Evo. And you saw when he lost Evo, I mean, he was in tears, right? You know, when he's lost Capcom Cup, he's just like, you know. But Evo is the one that means the most to him. So, you know, he has the potential to come in here and just being on, you know, yeah. on his game. And right now, uh, the way that he's been playing, he's won, what, like four premieres this year already or something like that? But I feel like he is in a field of so many strong players it's fascinating to me that he could be so dominant his year so far is first at final round second at ncr seventh at april annihilation first at the mix-up first at combo breaker first at dreamhack dallas 17th at ceo ninth at game over second at toryuken second at versus fighting so this is this is what i mean when yeah, i say yeah, that yeah. i think earlier in the year i would have been like oh yeah, yeah, punk, yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but that's not that's not even that long ago dreamhack was in it was the first weekend of June. Yeah. So we're not going back far in time, and mm -hmm. I certainly think that he's capable of still taking it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I'm speaking of him as if he's past tense, even though he just got second at two big events. <laughs> right? Like for him, that's like, oh, only grand finals? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing that I, the only reason why I would be sitting here being like, I don't think Punk can take it is just because I just don't want a commentator's curse. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Bonchan has been killing it. Machibo has been killing it. Uh, I've been really impressed by, I feel like Infectious being able to travel has yeah. been super great. That's been super cool. Uh, a lot I, I, I'm looking forward for guys like Angry Bird, yeah, Angry Big Bird, Bird yep, you know, sure. those guys, obviously. Um, man, there's, the, 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 there's, there's too many players to mention, really, is the thing. Uh, yeah. there's, there is, as we said, a ton of talent in it. I think one interesting thing to talk about is Karen. And the, yeah. and the character aspect going on right mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. I would tell you that I think that Season 4 is the most balanced of the Street Fighter Fives. Mm -hmm. And that it's my, it's my favorite season yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I, I like it. I agree with both of those. So. And yet, at the same time, a Karen has been in grand finals of all the premieres. Yeah, but that's two players, right? It's Punk and Bonchan. Has there been a grand finals where neither one of them were in there for a premiere? No. Right, so it's always it's just been those two guys. At the same time, Phenom's been stepping yeah, up with true. Karen. Mm -hmm. A couple of other players are talking about and have, in, in fact, started to go to Karen. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that character and sort of what to expect at Evo? With this, again, idea in mind of other people picking her up as well. Well, yeah, I mean, what I said about Genjuro and Samurai Showdown is happening a lot in... Street Fighter. I just saw K. Brad talk about. It. He's right. going Karen. Uh, like you said, Phenom has gone Karen. A whole bunch of people have gone Karen at this point in time. I mean, again, that character is definitely strong, but she's just not one of those characters that is strong on her own. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you have to be 
another level of a kind of player to be able to win with Karen as efficiently as Bonchan, as Punk, right? And, you know, nothing surprises me that Bonchan is doing well and is right up there because that's who Punk idolized, right? right? right, right. You know, like, he definitely saw something in Bonchan and... You know, they're the two that are succeeding with this character. Sure, so. I mean, just think back to a couple of years ago when Bonchan did win two premieres in a row and then had some health issues and mm-hmm. pulled out. Like, he, he is an extremely talented player yeah, and has yeah, shown yeah. that over and over again throughout the years. Exactly. But, you know, if you, if you look at the characters who are up in the top ten of CPT in terms of a major... Right. Right. Uh, so obviously, Punk, number one, Karen, is right. the main character, although he's got plenty of others. Mm-hmm. Tokido Akuma, Bonchan, Karen... Probably yeah, say Karen yeah, Natsugat. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Fujimura Ibuki, Problem X Bison, Fudo with Miko or Birdie, Birdie yeah, I guess, yeah, maybe uh-huh. we put, do this. Uh, then you got Machibo Nakali, then Phenom, maybe Karen, Karen slash Nakali. Slash Guile, slash, slash Nakali, yeah, yeah uh-huh. right, something like that. Oil King Rashid, yeah. is, uh, that's nine it characters. It takes nine to get to Rashid, and that's then, surprising. And then Daigo in tenth with Guile. So that's like nine to ten different characters. Yeah, and as much uh-huh. as we're talking about Karen... I still really think that it's a well-balanced game, yeah. and I and I could definitely expect eight different characters in top. Yeah, game. I don't. I mean, it's been happening at most of the events, it's getting a lot. eight different characters, seven different characters, and you know, it's kind of a shame that we haven't even mentioned guys like Tokido and Daigo yet. You know, because they're obviously oh, we just talked about. Them. Well, I mean, you you mentioned him here just in this yeah. list, but we haven't been like oh, they're favorites. To, I mean, clearly they're favorites in there as well. I I wouldn't count either of them out. Uh, well, of course you wouldn't count them. Out. I mean, for the, I, I would say the thing though for Tokido is that although he has had a pretty good year, he's second overall in points. Mm-hmm. He got first at NCR and he got first at Saigon Cup, and that's and he got first at Game Over just recently. Mm-hmm. So that is a great season, but maybe not as dominant as you might need to say like Tokido's gonna win it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But of course, he's one of the short list of people who could probably win. Yeah. I mean, it's just like talking about how Sonic Fox has a drought. You know, at yeah. Evo, you know, Tokido, exactly. he's only won three premieres. Exactly. You know, it's like, God, what a scrub, you know, kind of thing. One of those was a ranking Oh, event. sorry, a two a premieres. Event. Two premieres and one ranking event. Okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, like I said, I mentioned Fujimura. I feel like he's right in the short list running. Yeah. Problem X is for sure. Uh, for a period of time earlier this year, I thought that number one and two were actually from the U.S. and the U.K. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that I think that now, considering that you know a couple of the other Japanese players yeah. have still been killing it. So yeah, a lot. I see a lot of people talking about G and uh, Smug. And okay, so G is, G is a good one to bring, to bring up too. Uh, there was a weekend just recently where <laughs> G won two different tournaments, mm-hmm. two ranking events, but did win, and in another one was high placing. Mm-hmm. So. This is definitely a good character. There's no doubt. I'm surprised. I'm like maybe more than surprised. I'm very surprised uh-huh. that it took as long as it did yeah, okay. for yeah. that to happen. Uh-huh. Because the character was obviously good. Super good. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Uh-huh. Of course uh-huh. he's good. Uh, so I'm surprised it took as long as it did. But yeah, he's definitely a good character. Now, I wouldn't yeah. say that I think he's... You don't need to play him. He's right, not some right, OP character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still won't. I don't have him top three or five or anything, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. probably right, right beyond that. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, we he's talk- just cool. I feel like people are playing him because he's cool. Yeah, like I said, I mean, we yeah, had Oil King at ninth was the first Rashid, but a lot of people talk about how Rashid is the best character in the season right now. Ibuki, people talk about Akuma, people are talking about so. You know, it's really not just the Karen story, in my opinion. When. Um, 
Isaiah earlier was saying that you just go to the like list of people on the current standings and just see like what your favorites are. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what you do for this because there's just you just go down too far. Like Gachkun won Capcom Cup in 2018 and he's in 21st place. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you got to you got to go down really far. Yeah. Camera B has been in Grand, Evo Grand Finals before. Big Bird at 25th is somebody you or 26 you pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Uh, even you go to go to the second page. Could Luffy has won Evo before. He's at 34th. Like, you gotta... Itazan, another Evo champion in the past. 35th. I mean, Ryusei as well. He's right there. This, I mean, the list yeah, of players... Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's just... It's and then, too strong and, and not, it goes too deep. And not only that, but how many of these up-and-comers, right? As, as much as this game has been around for four years now already, you know, Duel Kevin got mm-hmm. second place at, like, Texas Showdown. Uh, like... You know, there's just a lot of other players that can just pop up out of nowhere and all of a sudden do a lot of damage. A lot of these SFL guys, you know, that are all of a sudden playing really well. So Definitely. There's a lot of stuff to watch, but it's going to be super, super jam-packed with extremely good matches. Like I said, you look in the pools and, you know, it's going to be starting from the early rounds. Sometimes at EVO, (laughs) the early rounds are not that interesting. I don't know what you're talking about, David. <laughs> Sometimes they're not that I interesting. I remember the cami that I commentated that okay. did roundhouse drill uh-huh. all the time, uh-huh. even though it's not a low, uh-huh. and it got blocked every time, and it wasn't properly punished. Okay. That match was amazing. That So, okay. <laughs> this is one time when I do not expect that. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. I think there's going to be good matches over and over and over again. Yeah, it's gonna be great. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, cool that it's because like we said, the fluff is gone. The fluff is just gone at this point. Check out the brackets. Yeah, you know, um, let me let me bring this up. Uh, somebody earlier tweeted out a nice little encapsulation. Aha, there it was. Of the oh yeah 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 I have that too yeah the yeah. brackets reviewed. This was Heisenberg. S- so, SR Heisenberg 46. Um, check out that Twitter account, and you will find a nice encapsulation of the notables in every pool mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Street Fighter V. I thought that was really helpful information. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, that's something to look at right there. Yeah, and every pool is just like, there's just so many. Yeah, and then uh, they ended up looking at the semis even just to sort of get a better idea of what could happen later. Mm. Like, just... What up? What's this ridiculous? There's so many names. Yeah, it's a huge list. Seriously. It was SR Heisenberg or... SR Heisenberg 46. Let's see if I can type that in there. Check it out. At SR... H-E-I-Z-E-N-S. H-E-S-E-N-B-E-R-G. H-E-I-S. H e i s e n b e r g. Correct. Forty six. Yeah, that's right. Forty six. There you go. Yeah, it's crazy. Cammy's really kind of fallen off this season, which is weird because I still think she's super good too. My theory on Cammy is just that nobody, yeah. nobody who was playing her last year was. K. Brad's a Cammy player. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody uh, else cares about Cammy. Xiao Hai was a Cammy player too. He doesn't he, care about Cammy. Yeah, but he he'll pick anything. Yeah, he's just a top tier player. No, there's anything wrong with that, but that's he wasn't playing Cammy for Cammy. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. like, who's the good easy character? Yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh. and now he's like, well, she's slightly less good. Uh-huh. Doesn't need to be much less good, right, but right. Hey, who's the easiest good character? Yeah. Oh, okay, there you, that's it. Yeah. That's the only calculation. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to characters that are like that, 
that don't have they're not being played because they are liked <laughs> they're being played because they're good right the bandwagon even, is extra even, strong even k brad has left cammy now extra so, strong you know, bandwagon yeah. it's not a surprise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay all right well uh anything else you wanted to say about street fighter 5 at this point who's your pick to win it i mean it's got it's punk Right, yeah. You have it's to punk. pick punk, yeah. I just think that's the odds-on favorite. Mm-hmm. I think my... So my... Okay, fine. Punk. We both pick punk. Other than punk, who do you like? What's your dark horse <sighs> pick? Not even, not even, not dark, even, horse. even a dark horse. Not even yeah, dark you horse. can't even be a who, dark horse. Who else? I mean, honestly, I, I'm going to think that there's a potential uh, three-peat. Grand Finals appearance by Tokido. Okay. I think, I think, okay. I think Tokido, because Tokido is another one of those players that when he knows he wants to be on, he can be on. So okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to have Tokido being in there. I, I, I would, I think if it was a Tokido Punk Grand Finals again, like that would just be a What a storyline, man. Yeah, it'd be like Rocky Two, basically. <laughs> Seriously. Machibo. I like it. I like that pick. Machibo. I like that pick a lot. Man, that guy's good. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Okay. Anything else to say? No, I think that's that's good right there. Cool. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it was announced officially that James and I are commentating Evo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you see it coming? Yeah, we'll both be there. We'll both I'm be excited. there commentating. I'm excited. It's yes. announced officially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Oops. Hang on a second. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I'm going to be doing uh, Jump Off, like once, uh, mostly Street Fighter, but I also have one block of Samurai Showdown, Ooh. which I'm super happy with. Nice. I'm super happy with that I'm going to be doing that with Ryan Hart. That's going to be Ryan Hart, excited. wow, that's cool, dude. Uh, that is, He's a good commentator. That, um, if you take the ages and add them together, you know, like, that's going to be a... Uh, wow. Gonna be quite <laughs> that boat gets it's a little be, lopsided. Yeah, it I gets guess. quite a number right there. Yeah, so that's actually gonna be fun. That's funny. Yeah. What about you? I'm gonna be commentating Mortal Kombat. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, it's my first year not commentating Street Fighter. Oh. This is like a little bit of a bummer. To well, be outside of last year. Right? Okay, I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, Mortal Kombat, which I'm excited for for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was mentioning earlier, I feel like it's never been a stronger game and a stronger scene, yeah. and I'm really enjoying the game. I entered the tournament. Did you? Did you? Did I talk about that? No. I didn't talk about that on this? Th- yeah. Wait, you you entered a tournament? Yeah. I thought oh, you meant you I'm entered... Not oh, okay, Evo. okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm entering I Evo. thought you meant you entered Evo. I was like, whoa! No. Yeah. No, okay, no, no, okay, no. Okay, okay. But, yeah, I mean, that's just... That's the degree of me liking yeah. this game. It's the first one I've entered in a long time. But, I mean, honestly, outside of last year at EVO, I feel like we've commentated a Street Fighter block at every EVO, so I'm going to be Correct. very sad about not being yeah. able to commentate. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, man. Ah! Oh, David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm really looking forward to some of the uh, other shenanigans that are going to be going on there. Mm-hmm. There's the panels some other are going to be really exciting and stuff like that, too. And, man, I mean, we haven't even talked about... Th- well, we talked about it on a viewer question from uh, a while ago. But, I mean, obviously, I just feel like the announcements are going to just blow us out of the water this year. I, like, 
can we expect a new KOF? Can we expect a new Guilty Gear? Can we expect... What are we going to see from Ono's little teasing about August Street Fighter, you know? People are looking are for gonna, big things. Are we going to see Tekken Season 3? Like, is, uh, is uh, like, uh, the main Walt, Walt from Breaking Bad going to show up? Walt from Breaking yeah, Bad? Uh, oh, my there. God. And he's going to, like, stab people with needles and stuff. I don't know, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, we did talk about this in maybe a few weeks ago. Is the sixth fate going to be announced? For so really that there? is plausible. Right. I definitely think that's plausible because that's in the arena. Mm-hmm. BB Tag mm-hmm. morning on Sunday. Yeah. I don't expect much out of Street Fighter. I expect maybe a character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect big changes. I figure, like, big changes won't come in the middle of the season. They're not going to be like, here's a new V skill in the middle of the season. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's mm-hmm. coming or whatever, it's going to be after. It's going to be like season five or what a SF6 right, or whatever's right. happening. It's not going to be right now. So for that, I'm not expecting much. For MK, uh, Ed Boon even had a tweet today or yesterday where he was like, yeah, we're going to be trying to get the wolf there this Thursday. Uh, okay, Something like okay, that. So okay. Night Wolf, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay. But will, will there be Spawn or Sindel footage? Right, I wouldn't right. be surprised. Like, I would like to see footage of, you know, Rimuru, Basara, okay, Wanfu, yeah. Kazuki, you right. know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, look. I have heard that, you know, just because a game isn't on Sunday doesn't necessarily mean that the Sunday is not going to have announcements. You have heard that? Have. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> what? Maybe. It's okay. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just saying, I think we could be prepared for all sorts of kinds of things. <laughs> wow, all right. I'm excited. I feel like you're that. breaking news to me right now. I'm, 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 I'm kind of excited about that. Cool, dude. I, think, I, th- I had no idea. I think that, because uh, we just have had no news at anything. And so, like... You mean for SF? For fighting games. Oh. For fighting games. Well. Like... No, at E3? Well, okay, You know, enough. at Comic-Con? I mean, Mortal Kombat has been doing some stuff. No, right, right, But, like, just in general, I just feel like... I don't know, like... Uh, People are saving it for Evo. Am I expecting Sega to come out and be like, Virtua Fighter 6? Like, probably not. But, Definitely for sure not. But, like, you know, Six Fate, BB Tag, you know... I, I think that's like that. New KOF might be plausible. Yeah. You know, and you know, if a new KOF was announced on Sunday, even though there's no SNK game on Sunday, that that's my point. Is I wouldn't be surprised if that was kind of a situation. So you don't think that's the no? Thing? I'm just like, where do you get the secret information, I mean, James? Because no, I mean, like, it's happened in the past, right? Haven't we had announcements know. for other games? No. I don't know. Maybe, but I think they've all been by the same developer at least. Okay. Okay. Oh, maybe a new Unist. Yeah, there was that Switch thing that was coming out, right? Remember the un- Uniclear or Unclear? Oh, right, or whatever? right, right, right. Is that something new? I don't know. There's a lot. I just feel like that there's so much potential for left field stuff. That That'd be awesome. Come I'd be all for that. Way, so. All for that. Yeah, don't do that, Nate. I can hear the cats talking to each yeah. other in the other room. They yeah, have quite. Do that, they're not usually that loud in terms of their squeaks. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're talkative, but they're not that loud. Don't dig at my carpet, Nathan. Don't do that. Okay. Street Fighter Cross Teppin. <laughs> That's already Teppin. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we talked about Teppin last week or the week before. We both played it and like it. It's cool. Thanks for the sub. Oh, it was a gifted sub. Oh, wow, that's dang. cool. Nice. Okay. Thank you to Able Nation. To the gift to Nino Diablo. So 
there you go. Alright, well, anything else to discuss in EVO? For EVO? About EVO? Uh, with respect to EVO? Uh, look, it's going to be on twitch.tv slash EVO, EVO 2, EVO 3, EVO 4, EVO 5, etc, etc. If you guys don't know what the jump-off is, the jump-off is... So there's actually an EVO slash jump-off channel this year. And, uh, EVO, oh, really? Yeah, because EVO 1, uh, the regular twitch.tv EVO yeah. is going to be on... The jump off is going to be on that channel up until Soul Calibur finals. From that point forward, it's always going to be on the jump off because Saturday is all finals, and so that's going to be on the main Evo Excellent. channel, basically. But if you guys can get a chance to watch the jump off, the jump off is really cool. It's just basically four people talking about fighting games, and we go through all the fighting games. We can watch replays of cool upsets that happened earlier. We'll jump to live matches that are, oh my god, I heard that, you know, Punk has lost the first game, da blah, in Street Fighter V. Let's run over there and see how this goes, you know. It, the jump off is going to be real cool. Get a lot of expert uh, knowledge from a lot of different people on there, and it's 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 also just a lot of fun. Like when you're yeah. on there, you just get to talk a lot of smack or it's just very like, casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, people just having a good time making jokes and mm-hmm. everything like that, and it's really really cool. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, there you go. That's all I have left to say about it. So. Is there a way to run all the streams at once? Yeah, I'm sure you can do a multi-twitch. I hope that they're squad streaming them, too. Oh. I don't know if they are squad streaming them. Thank you. Oh, Ab- Able Nation uh, gives another gift to Mistral Leet. Wow, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so there you go. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else outside of Evo you want to talk about before we even get go before we take off? There's been a lot of crazy news that's been have like little interesting stories here. That's there. true. There actually this would have been an interesting week to talk about stuff. Uh-huh, Tournament uh-huh. results were cool. There were other topics to talk about. Right, Cross up controller. Right, know, right. You know stuff like that to talk about. SF League voting. SF League voting down. was huge. Yeah. Unfortunate the way it ended, but mm. you know. What do you what, do you want to just save that for after Evo or like two weeks after Evo? So obviously the it we- sucks is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 week after Evo, I get home on Tuesday, so there probably won't be a show that day. We can do a makeup show on Thursday yeah. for a post Evo or something sure. like that. So yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Dragon Dragon Quest Hero was announced today and re- and and has been released today. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I do not, by the way, think that Evo has, in any sense, fallen off, and that's why Smash is last. Or or, or the opposite, that it hasn't fallen off because Smash is last, right? So, I think Smash being so big at Evo is actually a great sign for Evo. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's anything negative at all. I think that is actually super cool for Evo and for Smash and for everybody else. Like, It's great mm-hmm. to have more players here. I'm, and, really, I'm and really happy about that. And, you know, I just really, really hope that that number wakes Nintendo up, like, support these other events, give a pop bonus to them, you're Nintendo, you know, I mean, honestly, you have enough money to give to these companies, right, so I just hope that they can do a a pop bonus for Smash Brothers in the future, and Nintendo really starts embracing these foreign third-party events, you know what I mean? I hope hope that's true, I don't expect it, but I do hope that's true. Yeah. Anyway, with respect to Street Fighter League, I think it's really cool that the four people who ended up winning the voting ended up winning the yeah. voting. They're all very deserving. 
it at the same time is a big bummer that uh, Amuzi and Sabin didn't get the chance to have their spirit bombs at the end. They both have uh, at least heavily implied that they did have that lined up. Um, And, uh, you know, who knows whether they would have won with that or whatever. So it was was, uh, Guilty, Automatic, Sherry, Genix, and uh, Tommy Two-Step. Correct. Who made it in there. Correct, yeah. Yeah. So that's a great lineup. Those are all good players. They're interesting people. They have interesting Mm storylines. They'll be hype when it comes to, like, the whole... The personality yeah, of SFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Some of them play multiple characters. That's all cool. But at the same time, you got to say that it's a bummer that yeah. the what happened was the voting ended an hour earlier than it should have. Right. It was just a Smash GG issue. It wasn't anybody's, you know, right. not, not on purpose in any sense. And, you know, norm- just an error. Normally it would be like, okay, whatever. It ended whenever it was going to end because they were all fluctuating. But yeah. if a couple of people did have those last hour spirit bomb plans, you know, yeah. then that kind of messed them up. So Yeah, so that that's, that so. is a bummer. Yeah. But like I said, although it is, it's a bummer for them, I'm really excited to have those four as yeah. the voting, the fan favorite voting. You know, and I, in particular, I, I'm really kind of happy because last year, I mean, last season I don't know how to describe it but like you know getting a lot of uh, the the unknown players in there so I know Automatic's not unknown but we don't see him play that often so I'm happy for him and Tommy Two-Step sure because they're a little less public those those are both guys who play have been playing for a long time they have a lot of interesting backstory they can use multiple characters I think they're really good choices to be in it they're both good personalities Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm Yeah, Amazing uh, Zykes would have been really cool in there, especially because, you know, he is one of the most prolific SF5 defenders on the internet. You know, it would have been really cool to see him jump in there and, you know, body people in in the game, too. So, you know, hopefully, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. Oh, you're in the chat. I didn't even see. Yeah, what's what's going on? Um, Like I said... You know, unfortunate way that it ended. I right. hope that it's not yeah, 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 that it's not too big of a hit mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that sucks. At the same time, I'm excited for the four who did get in. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. whatever. All right. Not a great situation, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. I, dude, I I keep getting to points where I think that I finished my next split box design. I keep getting to these points, and then I'm like. Well, and what just recently happened was I saw somebody had a stick with the link. You could remove yeah, it with the chef, yeah, uh-huh, and they uh-huh. placed it right in the exact spot where I want it, just kind of in the crook of the buttons Wasn't that of the, the directional buttons. Isn't that the cross? I saw it before the cross. Oh, okay, 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 it up. okay. The cross okay. does have this something something right, that's like yeah, that. Yeah. And I saw that, and I immediately thought, well, now I have to redesign the split box <laughs> to incorporate this. So, you know, I had hoped to have it ready by Evo. That was, like, that was my original intention, okay, okay, but okay. obviously that's not happening gotcha, at this point. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Evo's coming right. up this well, weekend. It's going to be exciting. If you see either of us, please say hello. That would be very cool. Yeah, I'll be heading out there tomorrow night. Okay, so, yeah. I'll be heading out there tomorrow, Thursday morning. Thursday morning, okay. I'm actually going to be jumping on ARC Live tomorrow and then going from there to the airport. Yeah. And then going, because my flight's at like an 8. So. Okay. And so, yeah, we're going into the land of the grasshoppers, and that's going to be fun. Right, there's this whole swarm going on. I don't know what yeah. that's about. What are they even eating in Vegas? Nothing, apparently, not because they're all dying. Oh, for real? Dude, there was a picture that I saw on the internet of, like, the Circus Circus having to, like, to clean it up. And they have these, like, bulbs behind this, like, 
plastic glass plane or whatever and they just peeled it off but all the grasshoppers got in there so it's literally the bulbs and just nothing but grasshoppers in the whole entire thing and so they pull, had to open it and they're using a broom to just like trying to break them out they're all dead dude they're all it was disgusting <laughs> it was yikes gross. yeah yeah ew 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 I'm a little curious about it. Yeah, I saw. You have fun with that. So, you know, if you go out and want to experience the, the, the swarm, have You're going to come. Have fun with that, That's the dude. end of that sentence? Uh, no. I'm no. in. Have fun with that, dude. Have fun with that. I'm going to bring long pants and a sweatshirt to 1,000 degree Las Vegas <laughs> so that I can hide myself from... The grasshoppers. Make sure but, you bring one of those uh, face mask things. I'll definitely too. have a face yeah. mask as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go outside. That's cool. Just make sure that you don't get your face eaten off. As we know in Mortal Kombat, if you get your face eaten off, that you can't come back. You did see my tweet, right? Where basically I, I, I first tweeted when the swarm was first reported, and I was like, "This is just happening to give all the Molina fans PTSD." Wow! And everybody was like, "James, please." <laughs> yep, she's dead. She's dead. That's it. Oh, man. All right. Well, you know, I've I've have not had grasshoppers, but they are explicitly kosher. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know why. Most of the things that Jews like are not supposed to eat. You would think bugs are like things you're not supposed to eat. You can't eat lobsters and stuff, right? Yeah, but grasshoppers. Grasshoppers are explicitly fine. That's so weird. What? It's just. Don't look for logic in it. But <laughs> I would definitely eat a grasshopper. I can't remember if I've eaten a grasshopper before. There was a there's a restaurant in the Santa Monica airport that used to serve things with like insects, like you had uh, ant covered fries and stuff like that. I've definitely eat, ate the ant covered fries okay. and someone was like, You have an ant in your tooth. That's like funny. I literally had an ant stuck in my tooth and I, I don't know. I've heard they're good. I mean you there's just you just crunchy, don't right? taste the ant. There's like they're not there. They're literally not there, too, so... When I moved back into Los Angeles about a decade ago, I Google searched to see if I could find a bug restaurant near me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Specifically because I wanted to try Grasshopper. Oh, and there was nothing that was nearby. Oh. At least not on Google. Okay. That restaurant might Maybe be it's closed. changed. Maybe yeah, it's different yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly, so... I would eat Grasshopper, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if I'd do it. Anyways. <laughs> okay, now we're talking about eating bugs. I agree, right, Scargust. Right. We all gotta get used to eating insects. For the future of the planet. Jeez. Look, man, the longer and longer... You, you saw my Facebook post? Every day that we don't <laughs> immediately and peacefully deal with climate change is a day that's a step closer to an authoritarian regime that will force us to deal with climate change. So. Yeah, I know. Please, let's do it before then. Yeah. That would be great. I don't want that. Oh, man. Okay, okay. All right. Anyway, let's get out of here on that note. Thanks for watching our show about Evo. Apparently, it used to be about Evo. Thanks for that. Check it out. We mentioned all the Twitch streams. If you see us there, please give us a high five. Hang on a second. I do want to stop. One thing. I do want to mention one thing, though, is that Evo is going to be broadcasting the finals of a lot of side games as well on Evo 7 and Evo 8, I think it is. Okay. So, uh, all.
all the anime Evo stuff, all the anime Evo stuff, and all the side game tournaments. A lot of that stuff going on too. So don't just think that those nine games are the only games that are going to be at Evo to watch. So I mean, there's already they showed the map and they had it's like all the Marvel games are going to be played over there. It's going to be like Vampire Savior. There's going to be some Windjammers. Yep. The and community all stuff, anime yeah. Evo. There's a lot of things going on that we did not have time to talk about. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of. We did have time to ramble about grasshoppers, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean, everybody. All right, thanks a lot for hanging out. All right, peace out, guys. Fortnite bugs. God, there's a lot of them too. Yeah, I know. What is this a picture of?